Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. I just had a thought. Do you think whoever wrote and recorded that music for Talk Shoe just got like a flat fee? Or do you think every time a podcast is recorded, they get like a nickel? They get nothing. <laughs> they get nothing. And I'll bet you anything that is not an original composition that is like yeah. track 67 on some uh, uh, sound, tra- sound effects CD. You Are you telling me? Cobbled together in GarageBand, like those free uh, riffs that you get. GarageBand, that was on fucking Magic's Music Maker 3, I think he recorded that shit. And I think it was Wolverine himself, Logan, that uh, <laughs> yeah. originated this beat. I agree. Logan is probably behind that, as he is behind all of Doc's shit. Yes. Yes, he still has, he still has like 10% share in some ringtone company. <laughs> Oh, one nine hundred frog it for your ringtone. Can we can we once again marvel at the beauty of the autopilot of Takshu? Like we're assuming we're assuming it just is as stable as hell with nobody running the ship for about three years. Do you mean as stagnant as Hades, sir? Perhaps, yeah. Yes, that you are correct. Because you know, even though even though the name pops up in the chat room, even Talkshoot Messenger doesn't show up anymore. Like <laughs> <laughs> so you must update your iOS too. Remember, we would get peppered with like announcements for, hey, join in the the Talkshoot uh, host seminar every Wednesday at six p.m. Mm-hmm. We'd get those like every maybe forty-five minutes. Yeah. yeah, that used to be a thing. Yeah. It is not <laughs> anymore. I wonder if you wait long enough, if any online platform, it just turns into a cool, like someday maybe YouTube will not have ads. It'll just go on forever, and it'll it'll get more streamlined as users drop off of it. Someday. <laughs> I don't know what the thing is. YouTube is it's way more viable and powerful than I think we all suspect. Yeah. Do you know you know what I'm saying? I don't care how many Vimeos come along and all that shit like that. I still like popping on YouTube. You can people literally upload anything your mind can dream of on yeah. YouTube. It's just yep. it's just insane. You 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 type in a soundtrack. Someone loads the full album up in a continuous, like not even like separate tracks. They'll just do the whole fucking thing. They'll just load it all up, and it's just like okay. Let me get a YouTube downloader. There's not a dedicated Vimeo downloader, is there? Another one of the other features I like about YouTube is the ability to 
upload like a 36 36 hour version of something so if you like a favorite song um there is a youtube video called i don't know uh shake it off for 36 hours and you can just oh. hit play and just listen to shake it off for 36 hours oh dude i have uh, i have ambient uh deck noise from the nostromo for nine hours straight <laughs> oh shit <laughs> hitting it up as ambiance yo it's like that. Full on with it. And, yeah, and then when you start delving into that world, you can pick your favorite starship, and someone has uploaded some ambient noise from the deck of the fucking, uh, you name it. You name the ship. It could be Blake Seven's bullshit fucking vessel, and someone has it. Yeah. Pretty we baller. are living in the future. We are. Off the tube. The YouTube. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's great. Here's a song what I found that? that was that was on a uh, 36 hour loop. Oh, well, shake it off. Shake it off. Do you guys know this song? Oh my god. Jesus, Andy. This is a song called Popcorn. Oh. For 36 hours? Is yeah. that really a song as much as it is just noises strung together? Well, it does have a melody. Uh, hit it up on YouTube. It. Yeah. I can listen it. Sample it. Maybe enjoy it the next Thursday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Popcorn for 36 hours. Yeah, it is just a trove. Once you start fucking just digging deep, it is a trove. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Especially when you have a really good, solid YouTube downloader and you find mm-hmm. some good shit you want. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, I love it. <laughs> now, I wish Talk Shoe took a little cue from that. But the fact that Talk Shoe... Someone's paying the electric bill for Talk Shoe. Like, obviously, no, 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 no. someone you gets a bill. You want to hear, hear a theory? Yeah, go ahead. I think old man Logan, once he started getting that talk to you dollar dollar bill, y'all, back in the day, right? He got all excited. Right. And then he just, you know, laughed into a coma that no one was aware of because no one cares about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he prepaid for years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? I think he's all, like, paid up for the next, like, two or three years. At, at best. And so I think as far as we know, it, it might be offshore. It might be somewhere in Barbados. In, uh, yes. I, don't know. I think you're right. So Somewhere off of Suriname. Something like that, yeah. My theory is that there is a detached garage somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing it's here in my hometown of Pittsburgh because that's where the phone number is. One day, day, probably someday soon, either a huge tree branch is going to come crashing through that roof or (laughs) somebody in a blue panel truck is going to back into that garage, knock everything (laughs) over, talk shoe will be gone. Robotech gone. Montavo, gone. (laughs) Montavo, gone. 
You're telling me freedom that one from day covert you... harassment gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be at a ad free talk shows gone. <laughs> You're going to be at a Johnny Eagle one day and overhear the voice of Logan. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's going to happen. I had a website talk show. I'll be standing behind a guy in line, and they'll say, paper or plastic? And he'll say, plastic, please. <laughs> My God, that's the talk shoe voice. <laughs> he'll say, he won't say paper or plastic, he'll say, Montavo or Robotech show. <laughs> and then no amount of tech bytes will be able to save those servers. No. <laughs> no, okay, here, let, let, let's play Popular Mechanics now. Mm-hmm. The future of TalkShoe. I think it will exist as it is now indefinitely. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those websites that you can, that will just remain online but never change. Like, yes. I don't know if you've seen any of those lists on Facebook where they show websites that are still functioning and still up from, like, 1998. No, mm-hmm. but I'm fucking goddamn curious about that shit. You know me. There's the, um, the Bob Dole, Jack Kemp website from 96. The 96th wow. presidential election, I think, is still up. Nice. Yeah. So, so is, is like, are, like, sites like Friendster and all that still up there? Are people still rocking that as a form of communication with each other? And what the fuck awesome shit is going on there? It's like you kind of want to like kind of roll in there and kind of like, man, I could really take this whole thing over. Me, myself. I could become the master of this. <laughs> right? Like it'd be easy. Like Facebook fucking, you're not doing that. No, no, forget it. You know, Pinterest, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, Twitter, no. No. Uh, Friendster, yeah. That might be an easy domination, right? It could be. Google Google Plus, fucking Google, uh, what are those fucking things called in Google? Google Rooms or some shit. Google Groups. So what the fuck is that? It's a little circle. Google Hangout. Yeah, Hangout. Yeah. Like I, you're like I could own that. Like if I really applied myself, I could fucking really own that. Like I can become the Ace Boon Coon of that shit easily, right? Well, that. In a in a less threatening way, I've always considered myself to be like the. Uh, the George Hamilton of talk show. Like I try to pop into every every conceivable show, just kind of be a, a a fun party guest. Wow, did you do you still meander about like on your off time? Oh yeah. This is uh, I, I, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw this out there, and I think Andy probably agrees with me. This is the only time I'll come on talk show for this stuff. I'm not curious about it. I don't care. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. There's there is there is a limited there is there's an unlimited amount of time which needs to be filled when you know this when you're working Lee. Sure. When you're sitting when you're sitting in your house by yourself and you're just talking yeah. to the dogs and you need to listen to something. 
Um, yeah. Every once, every once in a while, I will check out Talk Show just to see what's going on. See wow, what's you're cooking. You're cooking. Wow. Like just just uh, there's a there's a show on. I don't know if it's still on right now, but they do shows either Monday nights and Wednesday nights or both. Um, it's called Castle of Horror podcast, and they they do um like uh not not co- not DVD commentaries, but they'll review and dissect and discuss old horror movies. And really, I think um all summer they're doing werewolf movies, <laughs> which is is awesome. So you know, I'll pop in there and listen to some nerds talking about werewolf movies. It's fun. Do you just jump right into the talk shoe site and then just search and hit play that type of thing? Because one of the there's one a, of the there's nice a live features... now button. Oh, that's true. That's true. One of the things I'm kind of amazed at is the fact that we can record a a, a podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We stop it and then it's published the next day, and I can get it through iTunes. Pretty sophisticated, right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's a, is, and that's the thing, right? Yeah. Right there. Now, you asked this question to all of us five years ago. I would have backed this bitch. I would have been like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah! I will. Yeah, this is awesome. This is the future right here." <laughs> right? Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for you know, you for for ten or fifteen minutes, it was. It was. Yeah. It really was. It was like the easiest way for anybody to do a podcast. And they fucked it up. <laughs> God, really yeah. Not only that, but you can, you can do a podcast where you're talking to some jabronis in Finland and Australia yeah. all, in, all in real time. It's pretty amazing. And that, who's that fuck from Australia? Ben Wilson. Friend on Facebook. Uh, I've watched him grow into a young man. He's like 40 years old now. He probably outweighs all of us, and it's all muscle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you was making fun of me. Do you you remember me? He's now the jack of the show. Wilson. Christ. But yeah, you know, like when we were hitting it, we were hitting it good. Like we were really fucking it. You remember that? You remember those days? Oh, yeah. We all thought that. that. I was like, I would have thought Talk To was just unfucking stoppable. I was like, this is just, wow, this is going to go places. (laughs) But no, (laughs) it went absolutely nowhere. (laughs) <laughs> they just stagnated right there. I, I think it, well, I, I, we might even be partially to blame somehow. When I don't when know ta- how, but we are. When Talkshoe okay. launched, there was a rival site that launched at the same time called GoToMeeting. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, well, GoToMeeting is still sort of around, right? And that, well, they used to, well, yeah. I mean, they're they're thriving. I think. And I don't know how thriving they are because there's the more there's better. Things than go to meeting now. I think. right, there probably are, right. but I mean, you would see commercials for go to meeting on TV. Sure, no, no, right. no. Well, I listen to Sirius Satellite Radio all the time, and they're you and, know they used to have a bunch of go to meeting commercials, like not. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like Talkshoe kind of adopted this 
kind of free for all uh, culture, whereas GoToMeeting focused more on business, sure. and they had they had a few more um, kind of uh, tricks in their app, like you could share you could share screens to show each other Files, what you're working stuff on. Like stuff. It had a few more bells and whistles. It's sure. A, it's well, they, yeah. People Obviously, who just would actually on the name, pay just based on the name, right? the sites, they paid uh, GoToMeeting and TalkShoe just kind of remained this uh, kind of fun free-for-all thing. But the, I yeah. think, you know, a theory of mine is Logan finally got some pussy based on all these <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> He's not concerning himself with this anymore. He probably just checks the URLs if it's still live, you know. That's all. He just let it. It's like, okay, I've done all I could do. Getting a little wet. Getting a little stinky. uh, Yeah, that's it. But this thing could have really, you know, if you think about the potential of the, the application of this, of what we're doing right now, God, I feel like I'm in the fucking past already talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is just, you know, this could have went in all kinds of crazy directions. This could be the way everybody podcasts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows what kind of crazy stuff this could have did with integrating video and file sharing amongst, the, you know what I'm saying? This does the bare minimum of what we need it to do, which is let us talk to each other. It's a recorded, um, you know. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. still awesome. <laughs> party party it ain't bro. It ain't bro. share funny links. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still do that. We're still using technology from 2004, ladies and gentlemen. We're keeping it alive. I love it. Right. I love it too. We're old. We're old. We can't be hanging with all this new crazy cool shit now. Maybe Andy Andy's no. in the tech industry. Oh, I might no. be getting in the tech industry very shortly, gentlemen. Like fucking uh 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 potentially fucking Silicon Valley style. Like the show. Like Pied Piper style. <laughs> Are you are going Yeah, I'm you're serious. gonna be a you're gonna be a Jin Yang or you're gonna be an Ehrlich? I'll be you of course I'll be an Ehrlich. Come on. I'll be incubating. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, 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 Andy, we need to talk, actually. You'll be bitching right. about the uh, treatment of your artisanal butter? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about uh, development of uh, some Oculus stuff. Like, for real. Not like fucking with you kind of deal. That's throwing out buzzwords or anything like that. But We'll go offline. I don't want someone uh, stealing our billions of dollars. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, well, yeah, yeah. You'll have to meet this this guy I know that runs a, he's a co-owner of a a, uh, a production studio that does a bunch of stuff. And one of us is this, and he's smart as a whip, he's young, and he's Asian too, so we'll fit right in. All right. You know, that kind of cool shit. <laughs> yeah, it could be... Uh, I don't know. It's just one, you know. It's just this new frontier. I, you know, absolutely. I gotta, you know? I gotta tell you, I'm feeling racially excluded right now. And yes, I you fuck yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Safety in yellow, sir. 
Finally. Yellow, black, and yellow. Finally. Black and yellow. Finally, reverse racism. Yes. Finally. <laughs> Finally, yeah. We're sticking it to the fucking fishers. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> no, yeah. But, to, yeah, uh, Andy, in all seriousness, yeah, yeah, we'll have to talk in a little bit. Uh, I'll see you San soon, Diego, man. Right? Uh, You'll be in yeah. San Diego, yes? So yes. we'll talk, and I'll have more details for you. And uh, you'll just have to see. It's uh, <laughs> kind of exciting. So we'll see. Let's get Excellent. back to business. All right. All right where do we have to go? Oh, yes! Silicon Valley ended. Um, Fuck. Good episode. <laughs> Yo, I laughed my ass off the, the episode before when uh motherfucker was pulling out that camera, fucking uh what's his face there? Uh fucking um god damn it. Galpanakis was trying to pull out that camera and just fucking fell to his I thought death, but not, but he's still alive. I just thought that was the funniest thing and I was watching with a girl and she's like, That's not funny at all. I was like, that is fucking hilarious. She did not think it was funny one iota, so I knew I had to drop her. <laughs> just based on that. I was like, wow, I just cannot roll with you. If you don't think that's fucking hilarious, that that man was pulling at the camera and he fell to his semi-preeminent death and he was going to drink his own piss, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, you just got to cut these things off. You just got to sever the umbilicus of coitus right there, no matter how good it is. You just know. Like I told you previously about the girl that really, really hot, like uh, Latina, and also, you know, I don't really go for Latinas or anything like that, but this one was a super hot one with fantastic teeth, too, but super pretty. I'll send you a pic. Uh, Maybe I'll upload the chat room. You're spending too much time with dentists. But li- no, 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 no. But she did tell you she's really not too. She's really fucking hot. She's a kid though, but you know. But she's young. She's like in her twenties, which is weird because I'm forty. And that's creepy. But anyway, listen. I told you this. I told you all this. Or maybe I didn't. We we're talking all that stuff like that, and we we're talking about movies and all. She comes to my place. She all my fucking dope shit, you know, everywhere. <laughs> right? Andy knows. That's some dope shit. Everywhere you look. What's this? Oh, What's Andy. this? Andy, awesome you know. shit. My pussy was so wet when I walked into your place. I'm like, look at all these uh, replica movie cars. Yes, see? Yeah. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look, nerd boners happen. Every inch of my place is nerd bonerness. Is that a sniper rifle on your dining room table? Yes, it is. Four sniper rifles. It's uh, (laughs) two Barrett's. One's a uh, bullpup. Barrett 50 caliber, and the other is a uh, long-barreled 50 caliber uh, uh, Barrett. And uh, right. I have an M60. I have an M249. I have an M249, uh, the Power Edition. I have four of the sniper rifles on the table. I gotta clean my table. Yes, it's a mess. Sorry. But anyway, listen, so we're here. We're drinking wine. I was like, hey, like wine? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what body on blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I, I go to Central Market, which is like, you know, a highfalutin fucking H-E-B version of, like, a good fucking quality place. So I was like, I like find a good fucking, let, let me find a highly rated raw wine, you know, like a nine for under ten bucks, you know, because I'm a cheap fucker, because I need to buy my nerd shit. 
by mm-hmm. you know, by Red and all this stuff like that. Et cetera. We're just sitting here drinking. Yeah, I took her out to eat to this amazing Thai restaurant that just so happened to be close to my place, right down the street, which I appreciate because it's cheap and it's uh, rated the best Thai place in San Antonio. I don't know if I agree with that, but it's right next door. But I don't want to go all the way to where she lives, so I was like, just come up here. So we're just talking and yapping and all this before we you know, have our makeout session and all this stuff like that. So we're talking about movies and all this. She's like, oh, this is great, and, and we're just she's like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And all, you know, naming all this shit that she doesn't know what the fuck. I was like, oh, how about you? And she's like, uh, yeah, Armageddon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In all seriousness. In all don't seriousness. Wanna, don't want to close your not, eyes. Not, Everyone not, loves that. Yeah, but not in a... Because it's so ridiculous, or this, or that, or it's just a fucking joke. Armageddon, straight up. I think. Show uh, her the door. I think Mr. <laughs> Criterion would have some words with you, Lee. Well, I told her I have the Criterion event, and she's like, "What's that?" So that's another <laughs> trick. I was like, "Oh, I have the Criterion event." I was like, right when I said that, I was like, "Wow, I'm just going way above her pay grade." That's upsetting. But she's she's hot, so you know what are you gonna do? And you 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 throw. Well, here's the thing about chicks, right? Now, Tim, I know you understand this. You're married, right? Oh wait, you don't understand this because you're married. Uh, Andy understands this. He's not. <laughs> if a fucking chick is hot enough, you'll just fucking just digest any of the fucking shit they're saying and just go. You'll cater that shit because you know you yeah we all we, a single man have the end game in mind. An end game. I once, I once engaged in about an hour-long conversation about the musical artist Kesha because oh, this girl was so hot that anything I could do to maintain the conversation, to keep the conversation going, I asked about every question you could ask about Kesha, even though I don't give a shit about Kesha. But <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yes, you 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 have right. You bite your tongue. You turn your X's into dollar signs, a la Kesha, right? <laughs> you just do that. <laughs> Is it sexist? Sure. But, come on. We, you know, we're all adults here, right? We know what we're doing. We are barely adults. I'll we tell you that barely. much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I say we're adults? <laughs> Once again, to, Andy Chan keeping it 100. Yeah, I'm keeping it 100. Keep it at 100. <laughs> Keep it at 100, sir. <laughs> you just have to, right? Just to, like, wow, I just kind of try to get a little something out of this, really. I just kind of, you know, oh, God, oh, you just cringe inside and be like, ooh, I got to sort it to my friends tomorrow. How misogynistic and rude is that? How did we get from Silicon Valley to this? Story about your date. Well, I spelled Silicon Valley with a dollar sign. And you're a goddamn mind reader. Anyway, <laughs> GOT, gentlemen. <laughs> Let's set this up. Let's get this off. The reason we're all converging here on this apropos night, even though I texted you, even though fucking, fucking Anthony Harris is fucking pseudo mulatto ass fucking texted us or uh, emailed all of us and no one responded to him. That's how crazy <laughs> Anthony Harris. Eric uh, uh Eric Eric Allard, who I forget goes by who in Talkshu. He is Herobot. Herobot, Herobot. Oh, also whoa. requested 
a podcast and we, we cold shouldered. We, we cool guide him and be like, eh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. So now half an hour into this podcast, a big shout out to, uh, uh, French Canadian hero bot and our Puerto Rican Adam Sandler. (laughs) This discussion is dedicated to you. Yes. Puerto Rican Adam Sandler. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoyed uh, Lee's story about Central Market Wine and my love of Jin Yang. And we are signing off. Talk to you guys later. Good night. Good night. Our recording has been concluded. (laughs) Well, we're trying. We're just trying to drop knowledge on these gentlemen. And when does um when does Kesha's new CD drop? Yeah, when is that? Ooh, I don't know. She was on tour with Pitbull, and I thought that would have been the douchiest concert to ever go to in your entire life. Pitbull and Kesha. The um, just the sales of Drakkar Noir alone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Game of Thrones season five finale. What was the what was the title of this episode? Uh, Mother's fucking milk or some shit. Mother's mercy. Right? Mother's yeah. mercy. Mother's fucking mercy. Red hot chili thrones or some shit. Yes. On the last podcast, you guys alluded to um, the title of the episode might have been a uh, hint to a character. Did yeah, so Kevin hit the uh, 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 fucking uh, Lady Stoneheart, who I will not spoil anymore, but it's actually uh, Caitlin Stark. Um, that's a pseudonym for her on, if you go to the uh, Wiki of Thrones or whatever the fucking nerd shit that thing's called. Someone spoiled, some, someone spoiled that for me last year. Yeah, it was me, last probably. <laughs> no, I don't think it was you, but... Um, what, from what I understand, Lady Stoneheart is supposed to be with Brienne. Yeah, right. Well, that's where Brienne is. Brienne's like fucking hanging like dirt and Charlotte style. Waiting, right. You know, to, yeah, we don't know. That's where that's left off at. So, the so path, that was a nice, path is, that was a nice uh, smoke screen, I think. Throw people off a little yeah. bit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of look at Game of Thrones now as like a, you know, it's like this, like this, like twenty-first century choose-your-own-adventure, so to speak. Yeah. All right, and the path has diverged, and we're all on kind of equal footing now. Book readers and television viewers and those who do both, both of that. You know, we're just. I- I really think they're just. I think they're just going to cut out that storyline. I honestly do. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you exactly why they're going to cut out that storyline a little later. My theory on that. <clears throat> I will drop that shit. Like it a lot. You don't now, want to drop it now. Later. <laughs> uh, well, well, no, 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 no. Well, we'll talk about no. There's a structure to these things, gentlemen. Don't make me be the. Uh, the sayer of bringing shit into a kind of cohesive manner. That's not me, but I try every once in a while. Well, so let's, let's start with the beginning of the episode. What, do we even talk? Do, whoa, whoa. We, do we even talk about the last episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, 
week. No. Yeah. We are all okay. caught up except for the last episode. Okay, that's all right. right. So let's begin. Let's begin. It's from been the a game. week, though. Uh, where, where, how did it's it start? It's been two weeks. How well, does this? I mean, we have we have several character um, arcs to talk about. There's Cersei. Yes. There's Jamie and Marcella. Yes. There is um, Tyrion, Jorah, and um, uh, the grunge guy. I can't remember his name. Dario. Bron. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the grunge guy, Bron. <laughs> the Chris Cornell of uh, Westeros. Yeah. There's what's happening up at Castle Black. Yes. Uh, there is Daenerys and the dragon. Yes. I am going to, I just hit play on my recorded episode, and okay. let's see where it starts. It starts with Stannis yes, and Stannis. the uh, melted uh, the melted ice that they were okay. they were in a snowstorm, and maybe it was weather, maybe it was magic, but right. they are Again. free to march on Winterfell. So. Zero shock that Stannis' wife hung herself. I was like, fuck yeah, good for you. Good on you. Well, okay, right there, right there. A little thick rope. She, do you think she hung herself, or do you think some of the soldiers hung her? I I don't know. It was a pretty – it looked like an involved job, so maybe your theory maybe has some weight. Right, because if she was going to yeah. hang herself, I mean, she got pretty high up there in that tree. Yeah. Are you looking at this from a pure forensic uh, yes. Tim Fisher, so. Westeros <laughs> detective style? Yes, I am. I am. Yes, because none of this stuff has happened in the books, correct, Tim? Sherlock Lannister. I, to me, it was more grief, you know? I think it was grief, and I, I don't think they're going to dip into that any further. <laughs> No, I don't think they'll dip into it any further. But I think but I think the result of their daughter's sacrifice just blew everything apart. Because in the sure. morning, then the one one of his captains tells him that half of the half of the soldiers have deserted and they took all the horses with them. Right. Yeah. And it was so it was totally I, it was totally you know it was totally a Garfield Monday for him. I yes. think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody has said, hey, hey, you're great. Boom. Here's some bad, here's some awful fucking news there. <laughs> what is it? You were, how many times did you do it? Three times, I think. I think you can count them. Three times. Motherfuckers just rolled up and said, hey, guess what? <laughs> Check this. Um, I will tell you my favorite Stannis moment of this episode was. Him going, laying up against the tree. Yeah, he goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. It does. He didn't say fuck. He just went. Ah. Yeah. No. Hey, but hey, a little bit, a little belated props to Stannis, though. You know, Stannis proving the fucking warrior that he actually is, and he's like one of the only guys that you know, and that remains. In the fucking in the whole fucking in all of Westeros that is just at the forefront of the battle, kicking ass. Of course, you know what right. I mean. He's always proved that. He's always like, "Hey, I'm right here. I'm ready to fucking rock this shit. I don't give a fuck. Let's do this." He's not. He's not a 
I'm going to sit on my laurels and let my troops do the fucking fighting. I'm going to fucking do this shit. <laughs> He's one of the, he was like literally the last guy. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, hey, pr- hey, props to the CGI department. And I, I really appreciated, um, you know, they showed that little far away, little CG shot. You know what I mean? Of Stannis's fuck. I mean, Jesus Christ, they fucking walked to that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they could not. Yep. They could not have been well rested, right? <laughs> so yeah. Was, so okay, by the here. time they got to the battle, they're all dead tired. Oh yeah, yeah, they were just like I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll set up. Uh, no, we can't. We can't set up. Camp is not. That is not happening, gentlemen. Horses are coming. Boltons are coming. Not good. <laughs> well, I think it was funny. Like as soon as they got there, his first command was to start digging trenches. And I feel like if I was one of those soldiers that had stuck with them up until then, that would just be it. I'd throw up my hands like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Really? We just walked 30 miles in the snow. 30? Now you want to do trenches. It was way more than 30. Whatever. They probably walked like 500 miles. (laughs) Stupid, right? I bet the half of them died on the way, too, right? I bet the half of them died on the way. Did they, there like a, did they wow. do that just to be the man? Yeah. I don't know. For sure. You know. Like, yo, I'm, we're baller. We're here. Fuck yeah. You know, I, I remember I remember order number two was send out for foragers. Like, mm-hmm. find some food in this fucking uh, ice, icy tundra. Because yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> I can go for a uh, frappuccino. <laughs> I'm sick of eating fucking fucking red god snow cones. Fucking no. <laughs> fucking chicken, get out of the fucking open when you're marching. Crawl through the fucking trees, motherfuckers. Really? Yeah. They look themselves. They're like right out there. Like, okay, oh, there it is. It's like no, 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 no. Getting them fucking trees. Fucking creep uh, up like that. Maybe you would have stood a chance. I would give but, my firstborn for a turkey sandwich right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I, 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 I was really impressed how they handled the battle. They, you know, they, without, you know, which, which is, which is really Game of Thrones will show you a, 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 a beginning of a potential fairly awesome fucking epic battle. They're like, oh my god, I can't wait to see this shit. Um, and just like, all right, let's cut to the end. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is fine, you know, because they do a good job of, they showed that that really far off shot where they showed Standish's numbers and they showed all of Ramsey, the Boltons just fucking rolling up deep and then boom, that was it. That was nice. I appreciate it. It was, it was, it was great to, to watch little CG horses like hightail it at retreat too. Like yeah. you saw, you saw towards the back. Uh, you saw, you know, at least, you know, forty or fifty. Fuck it, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Little <laughs> CG out. horses. Yeah. Why do I walk here? <laughs> what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? It did okay, echo so. back to his awesome pincher move from last season, though. Yes. Just so you had a sense of like. Okay, Stannis does know his shit, but when he doesn't have any dudes, this is the best <laughs> right. thing to do. Right. 
He was like, ah, fuck it. Let's do this. I didn't right. walk all the way over here to give up. I walked over here to fucking try to kick some ass, at least. Yeah. You know, so props to Stannis. Yep. Fucking daughter killing as he is, and all the fucking, you know, he's a determined man, you know? And, you know, in, in Stannis' defense, right? Now, and maybe Tim could possibly agree with me on this. His kind of resolve was he was so convinced that these things had to be done without, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Right. To save everything, almost. You know what I mean? I think a lot of that is kind of forgotten because he did such a heinous fucking thing, you know, by sacrificing his daughter, which is probably the worst thing he could possibly, well, which was, you know. Yeah, um, you know what I mean? He did it. He didn't, I don't think he did it Willy-nilly, of course, you know what I mean? He did because he thought he, he he was so convinced he had to do it just to save the fucking world, pretty much. Really? You know what I mean? Well, well yeah. Fine, right? Go ahead, Did you Andy. get that sense? No, I, he, he believes in the Melisandre prophecy all the way up till the end, I think. Maybe. Sure. Right? Right. No, that, that well that's what no that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? But I also I also so kind of see him as a I see him as a political leader not unlike um George W. Bush where sure. he makes he makes up necessary. his he makes a decision, he makes up his mind and that's then it. there is absolutely no changing it even in the face of overwhelming uh, right. you know evidence to the contrary. No, right. right, yeah. He just sticks by what he says for some mm-hmm. run. He's not going to change his fucking right. mind. And, and I mean, that is, that is, I think, his, that was his great strength and his greatest weakness. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, man, the tide, man, how, like, internet-wise, how much did the tide turn to that shit? Good Christ, man. Everybody was calling for his fucking demise. Instantly after fucking the second to last episode, man. Wow. Well, people, well, people were, I think, were loving, you know, a few. It, it might have been like episode three or four where he had a really nice scene with Shireen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah which is the, the showrunners really fucking knew how to just like get that. They're like, all right, yeah, we're going to do this shit. <laughs> you know? yeah. Then we're going to be like, fuck you, motherfucker. So pops to them for really tugging at our heartstrings, which they're really good at. They're really good at providing those types of moments, these cr- these like just insanely cringe-worthy moments. Yeah. Like more than any other show in the past, whenever. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the the the, the power and beauty of this show. It's so polarizing, so so often. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when and you I think have, when you have a heart a heartwarming scene, yeah, the 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 dedicated viewer begins to kind of clench and cringe, just waiting. Yeah, exactly. It turned upside down. Right, yeah. or they or or they or they just fall for it, and they're just like, ah, oh, okay, I see why. You know, and it it, it 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 deals a lot with people's short term memories on just it just in general, right? You just kind of forget just the heinous stuff that any character has really done when they have like a kind of very extremely 
heartfelt, vulnerable moment, you just forget it. Case in mm-hmm. point, Cersei's fucking walk of shame, right? You feel fucking awful for her. But then if you think about it, you're just like, man, this bitch does some hand on this fucking shit. Oh, God damn. You know what I mean? You just forget all about it when they show you this extended. I mean, that scene, I, I think they did that brilliantly because it was such a long scene. You know, you almost follow, you know, I think the, the walk to the fucking castle was maybe a little shortened, of course, but they kind of sh- tried to show it in real time, so to speak, just to kind of feel that kind of gravitas of the whole Are thing. We, let's talk about okay. a few other things with, um, with Stan. Yeah, yeah, let's get back. Yeah, 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 yeah please. Yeah, yeah, we'll stick, we'll stick with that and then we'll move on. I'm sorry. What, what did you guys think about Melisandre abandoning him right before the, they set out to march? Oh, she was like, oh, wait. Um, yeah, maybe I was wrong about this guy being... Uh, no, nah, she did only see snow, if you recall. So I, I think... She said she said she saw prophecies of the Bolton banners burning. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, she backed the wrong but horse. I, but, you know, I think she was still... She was still down... She still thought things might go well, but then... She heard about the the two the two bad strikes of news, and I, isn't that when she bailed? Like after she heard half the army was gone, and and they took all the horses, and they took all the sure. horses, and she's like, "Oh, I, I I have my horse. I'm out." Exactly. Like so. Like to to me that I, I brought this up. I think last time we talked about is this magic that she's purporting to to practice is it real or is she making strategic political guesses at I think but I think come? both apply because let's not forget you know you know the pussy monster is all you need to know about this shit that's really. true that's true you know the pussy monster happened mhm mm-hmm. that was the craziest shit i fucking I never fucking saw coming ever in this show. Yeah. And that fucking totally happened. It, it, it wasn't something that they talked about that was myth. We saw it. Mm-hmm. And the Onion Knight saw it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. That is the craziest fucking shit right there. For one. The other yeah. stuff, if they didn't show that, and they did, uh, you know, with fucking Gendry and the leeches and the hard-on and all that shit like that, and, like, the burning the leeches and these people dying on their own terms, you'd be like, well, it's all kind of coincidental kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But no, the pussy monster was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really, I don't know if they, I don't think they screwed the pooch with that in terms of her character. I mean, if you, if you think about it, well, I've I brought mean, this up before, but the red god is the only one actually actively, of all the seven gods or eight gods or well, like a many named one, the red god is the only one doing some shit, really. The evidence of the red god fucking fucking some shit up. Right, For but real. How, is, how is her vision, how is her vision of, of um, Stannis leading Sitting on the throne? Success, how is her vision of him leading a successful march against Winterfell, beating the Boltons, how is that tripped up by uh, a, a, a midnight desertion by half of his troops? You no, know I mean? no, listen, listen, listen. She could be saying that only, she could be, you know, she's a huge person 
that exists in that world. So she she might be fucking throwing some shine over at Stannis just to try to convince him of these certain things, of course, right? So regardless, mm. we don't know exactly what she is seeing and what she's telling Stannis that she is seeing. No, but... She could be seeing... You know what I'm saying? Well, I do, but it sounds like you're leading to a place where she is intentionally trying to get Stannis killed. No, I think she kind of... It, the vision is kind of unclear to her, but she thinks she's back in that horse, which is Stannis. And then she saw that, ooh, this is not, oh, this ain't going how I thought it was. Maybe I didn't see what I saw. I don't know what I'm seeing here. Well, I don't, I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. Was there any kind of imagery after the battle of any of the Bolton's flags, their banners burning? No, but there was a whole fucking litter of dead soldiers. Sure. Stannis' soldiers, Bolton's soldiers. Now, you know, when you, when you see the participants of the fucking actual battle, what do you see? You see Stannis limping around, right? Right. And Bolton's come up to him, and they, he fucks him up, but they fucking give him a mortal fucking whatever the fuck. And he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but he fucking dogs him, of course. This is Stannis. And then when you see Ramsey, right? It's like Ramsey and that guy that kind of looks like Ollie, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Sitting on the horse, you know what I'm saying? Dishing it out to some of the fucking one of the Santa soldiers that was still alive. It seems like the battle was pretty fucking brutal on both sides. That they, it wasn't just a wash. You know what I mean? Those Santa guys really fucking fucked up a lot of motherfuckers. You know, yeah, I don't know how that's many tr- that's true. You Bolton's you side. don't see you don't see a lot of living uh, Bolton guys either. No, right. So exactly. Um, but what what are you getting at, Tim? Like you yeah. it, you have some issues with the uh, the magic, or the I do. validity I do. of the magic. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is was was her vision not powerful enough to see past? The, the happenstance of half of half of Stannis' army deserting. Um, and if so, then, I mean, h- how powerful could that magic be? And then her, her faith, not only in Stannis, but also in the, the, the vision given to her by her god mm-hmm. was like, well, no, maybe, no, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? No. Like, well, is no, that no, no, no. is that her, I have... her leaving? Is that kind of a um, how would you say that kind of a, a sacrilegious type of no, thing well, listen, listen, that she you, doesn't what you... believe what her God is telling her? No, but listen, Tim, Tim, do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying when it comes to her visions and her? She's only telling us, the audience, and Stannis what he wants to hear and what we want to hear, so to speak. You know what I mean? It could be incredibly vague to her, but she's interpreting it in a different way because she's backing that horse when it comes to Stannis. Do you know what I mean? I have, for me, I have to look at the evidence presented in front of me, which is she sees Bolton banners burning, and I, right. I have, a, have a strong feeling we will see that. We, the audience, yeah. will see that. Sure. But she has... She's assuming uh, it's Stannis that's going to She it. has an intuition that it's not going to be Stannis, so she rides somewhere uh, where we see her later. 
Right. Um, Which we'll talk about in 20 minutes from now. Right. So, real quick. But but to get to but now that I'm thinking about it, does why does why does she care about Bolton Banner's burning, and why does she care? Um, It's interesting. She's a mysterious character. Yeah, it is. It's it's interesting to me. It's 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 a breakdown of her beliefs. It's a breakdown of her her convictions. Her that 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 stoic mask that she always wears where she, she seems like she always believes that she is right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you and I just, just want to of... know, like, I just want to know what did she see, what happened and how, how, how sure was she? Of, well, of I what think, she but, but, but like I said, I think she's trying to convince herself because she's mm-hmm. back in that horse and Stannis, you know what I mean? She's trying to convince yeah. herself that this is the guy that's going to be, doing all this good shit and that's going to accomplish all this stuff. You know what I mean? Well, her visions are vague and she's interpreting them herself and she's relating that to us and to Stannis. You know what I mean? Like, you're going right. to be the one doing this shit. And and it, it kinda, we don't know if she's lying or not, though, when it comes to that stuff because she's backed Stannis the whole time with all the fucking mumbo-jumbo and the sacrifice and this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah, the Lord, kind of, like I said, the Red God, I mean, Lord of Light. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me for the Lord of Light and the Red God kind of thing. I fucked that up. I, I think they're that. interchangeable terms. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But but continue. To me, this kind of – it kind of bolsters my idea, again, that that this practice of uh, what, what Brienne termed blood magic yes. mm-hmm. isn't necessarily a religion. Like, the – the right. Lord of Light might be uh, just a, a a straw man, kind of a, a mask over this to legitimize what I think would normally be turned as witchcraft. Sure. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems like some paganish or right. It, it it does. Like let's let's attribute this to let's attribute this to a god. And that kind of gives it a little bit of legitimacy. Um, right. Like, but what kind of god like, is it? Is it an evil god? Is it an evil deity? And all that stuff like that. And I would, and, but like I, I go back to the pussy fucking fucking shadow fucking whatever the fuck that thing was. That's the craziest shit they've ever shown on that show. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure, right? Can you think yeah. of anything crazier than that? Um, anything that just just kind of just like. What the fuck is going on here with that shit? That is the absolute. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily need to categorize it, whether it's uh, witchcraft or whether it's some divine um, god that's doing it. But I see her as a um, uh, like a fortune teller, almost. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like a gypsy and fortune teller. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think for, from a storytelling perspective, I think her laying out that the Bolton banners are burning is could be a misdirection, or but it could be. But I have a feeling it's going to be a, a thing that we will see. Sure. Now, and like I said, I think she's interpreting her own visions that she's seeing or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. 
Because that's what yeah. any crazy religious zealot would do is interpret any kind of sign being this, that, or the other thing, of course, you know? Right. right. That's just the way right. those things are. So, then you have fucking uh, poor little fucking, uh, what's her face? What's that fucking dumb bitch's name that gets raped every once in a while by Ramsey? Aria. Aria ah. used, Aria, or no, no, no. Uh, Sansa. Sansa used her corkscrew. Not on a person, but used it to Open break out door. of her. Open a break door. out of her room. Yeah. Yep. Too little, too late. Lit that candle a little too late. Right, you know, conveniently, cinematically, when uh, Brienne turns out. Thanks, Pod. Thanks for telling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would have been a perfect opportunity to go fucking do that shit, of course, you know. But yeah, it's a little too late. But Brienne was kind of a little pussy anyway. She should have waited for that anyway. She should just went in there and just took her ass. Shouldn't have waited for well, a sign. People, people, just from other podcasts we were listening to, uh, yes. gave Brienne a hard time. All. Gave Brienne a hard time for leaving right before the candle went up. But I, I'll, I'll blame it on Sansa. For as long I'll, as yeah, she had that corkscrew, for as long as she had that corkscrew, she could have broken out a way, way before uh, the ba- battle preparation was happening. So. <laughs> Just like my first boner was on, like, Blame It on Rio. Remember Blame It on Rio when Michael King? Oh, yeah. Blame It on Sansa. Blame It on Sansa. Fucking. And what I, what I mean by the, my first boner is, like, just looking at that movie poster, which I looked oh, at yeah. today, strangely enough. Oh, my God, that ass. Yeah. <sighs> I never, I've never seen the movie. Oh, my God. It's good. It's but it can't good. be as good as the poster. I think um, I'm pretty sure Michael Caine fucks a 12 year old or a 14 year old. Super uber duper hot, but like is like actually 18 or 20 in like real life. But like as a kid, you're like, oh my god, wow. If I'm ever that old, maybe. Not in a creepy <laughs> way, but maybe maybe I'll see it again. I'll see this rated R movie, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> even a Rio. Um, how stoked are you guys to see the trampoline? that Reek has been working on for three seasons. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, Actually, that was like I think a... what, uh, what I remember from the books is that because there had been no, days just... and days and days of, of blizzard weather, yes. right. the, snow, the snow drifts had piled up against right. the castle. But, you know, I, I, I watched that episode four times already, right? They don't mm-hmm. show that at all. You know no. what I mean? Even that down shot of that, they don't show a snow drift. They should have kind of maybe, because then they show that shot from like way down below, and it looks like fucking seven storm drop. It's like, well, what I thought when they showed that, when they showed that angle looking down, didn't it yeah. kind of look like the wall sloped? Like they were going to slide little bit. down? Yeah. I was like, what are they going to do here? Yeah. Uh, well, I thought, you know, I thought they were going to show the whole deal. And uh, they were going to jump, and then Reek, she just lands on Reek, who dies instantly, and she, you know, he breaks her fall, so to speak, <laughs> if they would have showed it. But they didn't, you know what I mean, which is fine. I don't, I don't mind that. They got rid of that nice piece of ass, though. <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah. Miranda? She didn't go well. Yeah, she didn't go well. Miranda, so when, you her, I think, when you look at her face, hold on real quick, and throw some perv shit at you. Um, when you look at her face in that thing, you like you don't think she looks as hot unclothed as she does clothed, for sure. 
I was looking well, at it, you know, so I, was, I was just throwing that out there. I was like, man, you know, if I looked at her, I wouldn't think she, her body was all that hot. But it certainly was because she got fuck on. She, she she was the last one to have Reek's dick, actually. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, mean, she was last No, she had Reek's dick. When they Remember? were torturing him? Yeah, before, before they, they tortured him. Before they tortured him. I don't think him. that was her, uh, dude. I think that was That was her. Was it? Some other random Ramsey hoe? Tim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was, I don't know. Specific. She's, she's yeah. kind of got that, like, every woman face, so who knows? You know what I mean? But I no, think it for, might me, have been for me, it's the evil talk. It's whenever uh, actresses put on evil talk, that's kind of hot. Because yeah. they're very evil. <laughs> yeah, nothing makes you harder than, like, almost getting your dick fucking sliced off or something like that. I don't know. It's just something bad. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. It is kind of hot. Yeah. It's kind of a a damn buster. Yeah. We're too damn. But props to Reek. Props to Reek, finally. Seeing a wily coyote uh, situation and taking advantage of it. Like, oh, we're on a high place. If I just yeah. do this, and then boom. <laughs> and props for showing that whole that whole journey to her fucking face kind of splitting open there at the end there. You see a little bit of blood that is great. Yeah. Like, Don't yeah. worry, her her head broke her fall. That's, That's right. <laughs> but th- yeah, thank th- well so it's up in the air whether or not they escape or not. So anyway, is uh, is Stannis is Stannis dead in the book? No, listen. I think they leave it kind of open-ended. Um, right, open-ended kind of, kind of, for sure. They start to describe the battle and that it isn't really going his way, but then there's no resolution. Right. Dude, well, Andy, Andy, Shireen's not even dead in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll get to... Hey, right, how about this? Right. How about this? None of that and, happened. Brienne, no, well, Brienne yeah, never yeah, well, makes it that far north. All the stuff with Brienne... No. Since uh, basically since she left King's Landing is basically all new to the show. She in the yeah. book she never met the Hound. No, none of that stuff. So, so it's exciting to think what what's going to happen. Uh, with right. Now. You know, well, hey, well, 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 though, well, is why were they not explicit with uh, her splitting? You know, her taking Stannis's head off. It seems like this show is always very. Uh, definitive when it comes to killing sure. characters and to and to cut away I think is a very I don't know if it's cheap it, it's cheap if he's dead well no wait now that I think about the house not died off it, screen it, it, too it's it, it's very it's very, it's very clever on their part because it just sparks this debate that we're having and that everybody on the fucking internet is having well, is alive I mean, or dead or whatever well, let's think you know what it. I mean. Do they only blatantly show the deaths of characters that that you don't want to die, like I, Ned? Um, I I think I I personally think if they wanted you to know that Stannis was actually dead, they would have showed his head right. fucking well, flop I, off from behind the tree. Know. It could, it could just be it could be a directorial kind of edict. I sure. mean, they did, didn't did show. They, they didn't they show know. Robert Stark being killed, right? They didn't show who? I mean, well, I guess they kind of showed Rob Stark being killed. Yeah, they did. They, For sure they did. Yeah. Okay. 
No, yeah, yeah I, 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 I think it, it is just a genius move on their part to do it in that way. They know exactly what they're doing. You think they're not as smart as we are? We're, we're all smart motherfuckers here. I'll just throw that out there right now. You know what I'm saying? You think those guys are not as equally as smart or more smart than us? Well, I think I, I think, think the script, think the script probably. Ended. Yeah, I think the script probably called for a vague death. Yes. Well, well, no, no, no. But they know what will rile up. They're very smart in enticing their the audience that watches this show to just be just build up a fever pitch of speculation till the next season comes out. They're very we, good at this. They're very wise at it. And it's I, hard. I, I hard, agree hard with you to it. I agree with you to a certain extent, but the, the show is usually, in my mind, very, he's definitely dead or he's, or he's not. Sure. But and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, 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 and for listen. a character this big, I think it's, I think it's probably very explicit that, you know, he had a vague death for some reason, but listen, for whatever. But listen, but, but, but listen, but listen, knowing that, you think they don't know the convention that they've already built up already? The precedent they've already built up for that type of thing? Yeah. And what if they switched it up on you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they're smart enough to be able to recognize that fact and be like, oh, you know, he, might, he, he very well could absolutely be dead, for sure. If that's the case, but at least one of these characters is going to be the Russian gangster in the Pine Barrens. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, I am very stoked to see the return of the hound. Cannot wait to yes. see that dude again. <laughs> yes, well, they don't show just the hound. Yes, you know. I think they're very deliberate. They're very clever and very smart. That's the reason they're doing this fucking show, and that's the reason. How many podcasts are there for other shows? And you two. know this. There's only two. There's only this one. This is the only yeah, important this, one. And and how many podcasts are there for fucking Game of Thrones? The I'm just not not nothing just based on the book, but just based on like actual viewing of the show podcasts that are out there on iTunes. There's a gazillion of them because of this type of thing. You know, they know they're extremely smart. They know exactly what they're fucking doing with this stuff. They want to throw they you know. in a loop. They want to no. shock you. They want to surprise you. They want to do this very deliberate, you know? It's the same thing to say we were the showrunners, right? Like I'm saying, well, I'm, uh, this I'm, one, I'm throwing this up this one level, guys. I'm elevating having, having Stannis up against a tree and having a vague death and then having uh, Reek and Sansa jump off the wall and cutting away, I think was too... Sure. I think they were they were testing my my love of the show with with... Crappy cliffhangers. I did not. I did not sure. appreciate that. They, they, well, hey, well, listen. Well, well, hey, the, the Stannis one, fine. They, they, they didn't have to do the Reek and fucking Sansa one. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, you know they're gonna fucking be alive. Yeah, they're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what it, I mean? it's a very, it's a very, twice. it's a very Battlestar Galactica move to have. It is. They, they, they lost it there. But that's why we're smarter than them, and we should be running the fucking show. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. Well, props to them. Props to them. Yep. So we 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 have these. Uh, well, you, we, we, here, but here's the thing, though. Also, we don't know. Well, obviously, they're not gonna kill Sansa like that. I don't think. Right. No. Nope. You could agree with no, me on that. Of course not. No. 
Okay. And Stannis, but Stannis is a big up in the air fucking thing. Because in the book, the whole Stannis thing is kind of left up in the air kind of totally anyway. <laughs> it's very I think, strange what happens in the books, of course. I think you know? from a storytelling perspective, he still has some – you could still juice some in- interesting story out of him if you wanted oh, to. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, what kind, Especially what kind of value, at that point. What kind of value does Stannis have uh, to Brienne? Yeah. To get Santa out of Winterfell, maybe, or something? You know what I mean? No. Maybe. You know what I mean? He does have value. Right. No matter how much she hates him, no matter how much she loves Renly, she has a new fucking uh, fucking task to fucking protect the Stark girls, right? Yeah. And Stannis Alive could offer a lot of strategic advantage for her, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with it. And I love the fact that they didn't show him, actually, his head lop off from behind the tree, which is shot in vision, of course. But I guess we'll I know what I got to say, I, I feel like he's dead. I, I feel like she killed him. I, I don't. I feel like that, too, of course. You know what I mean? Because you don't need him. I don't see. I don't see Brienne using him as a... You know, her against an army as a like a, a pawn to trade or right. anything. I I don't see her trying to do that. I think, I think she got her revenge for Renly, and I think right. I think I think it was just a, a directorial choice to not show his death. Right, just to throw us off and just to provoke this type of conversation that we're having right now. Yeah, and yeah. if you want to talk about single-mindedly stubborn characters, I think yeah. you just put two of them in the same scene. So. She's she's about as bullheaded as one can get about uh, completing her mission. So mm-hmm. you're probably right. Right, but it's awesome though that they don't, you know, because I, I I love that she makes you think that well maybe she didn't, you know what I mean? That kind of right. Stuff. I, that that's testament to the showrunners and the power of the show, you know, right. which is which is nice. It's interesting because that but, moment doesn't but, happen in the book. So it's up in the air, which is fantastic. Let's anyway, let's move on to something we do know, which is yes. a whorehouse in Bravos. Oh wow! Like they had to make that guy even worse and worse. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow! You know what I mean? It's like no wonder he needed a fresh one the next day. Yeah, <laughs> we needed a fresh trace, trois, three. He had three of them lined up, and he was testing the resolves. Yeah. Well, in the in the, uh, in the previously on Game of Thrones for the episode, I, I realized I was mistaken. I thought he was one of two king's guards that held Ned down to be beheaded, but they showed he, he was he was the uh, he was the king's guard who killed her uh, sword swordmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teacher. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why he is on her list. Yes, absolutely. And he used to yeah. slap Stance around willy nilly. Mm. Which now you know how much he enjoyed that shit. That was did, like, he, did, did they show that? That was like not even heavy petting for him, you know? That was oh, like was, was, he, was he the one who would carry out Joffrey's orders to, to yes. smack Sansa around? Yes. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yes. Okay. He would okay. slap the fucking shit out of her like it ain't no thing. 
that's what I said. It was just like lightly petty for him. He's like, fuck, I want to go further with this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they really fucking brought that home with it. Oh, but, but I can't do this in my hometown, so I'm going to get on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he even like, threw that threat out. He's like, yo, tomorrow, mm, you better fucking bring this shit, okay? I want three fucking fresh fucking eight-year-olds or some shit. Good Christ, dude. That guy is hated everywhere. You see that guy at your local grocer, you're going to fucking just... You're going to kill him in the parking lot. I wanted... That fucking guy, I don't want to see him. I just... You know, they really know... That show really (laughs) makes you hate a motherfucker. I saw Joffrey in a parking lot. I curb him. I curb him. My local uh, dead. At the next Dallas Comic-Con Fan Expo, there's mm-hmm. going to be nobody at Sir Marin or Sir Marin Trent's table. <laughs> this, this, no one wants that, a picture with him. No one wants an autograph. That guy, that actor, whoever the fuck that actor is, he shaved, he dyed his hair, he did something. He doesn't want to look anything like what the fuck he looks like on that show. <laughs> He's like no a Dr. Tom Savini. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a good little moment there. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, mm. I was pretty crazy. I think, I think we all knew, though, that this that she was failing her Jedi test. We all knew yeah. this, right? Sure, sure, sure. Right? We saw him, and she didn't kill the fucking thin man there, or whatever the fuck, the cockle right. fucking whatever, weirdo guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know that was going to go down, of course. I think maybe my favorite line in the whole episode was Jake and Hagar's re- response to her. He wasn't hungry today. Perhaps that's why a man is thin. The funny part about that other whole scene, right, where, you know, she after she kills fucking what's the nuts there, fucking pedo, uh... <laughs> But she's back in the thing, and then, you know, he takes the poison. I have spoilers. Sorry, guys. Uh, and then, they, you know, the girl in the back and all that. I was like, they got to show Jagan Hagar in that little girl's fucking body her size. And they were half, <laughs> they half did it. They half yeah, did yeah. It. Yeah. I was like, that would be the most. I, you know, I watched it with about eight people. You know, I was like, oh my god, that'd be fucking so hilarious if she's that fucking size as Jack and her car. <laughs> but you know, she was like tall and shit in the same clothes, and it was Jack and her car. Yeah, you know, I was like, ah, oh, goddamn it, I was so pissed off. That would have been yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> well, he blinded her with science. That's for sure. What's the uh, um? I don't know. That was kind of a bummer. I think when you want, especially when they built up uh, Arya going to the House of Black and White, I think everybody wants to see her get Jedi training, but to see her just fuck up her Jedi training is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the reason she's blind, I think, contributes to her Jedi training as well. If she really wants to be what she says she wants to be, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's part of it all. I think that's expressed in the book. Am I right, Tim? Yeah, but in, in the book, in the book, her blindness wasn't a punishment. I, if I remember correctly, it was simply a a test. You know, right? You, you have to no, be able she, to learn. No, but she actually kills somebody that is against that stuff. But it's not 
that guy, right? It's, it's um, in in the books. In the books, Sam takes off for Old Town much much sooner. Right. Um, and what happens is she she bumps into Sam and some other Night's Watchmen right. um, on one of the docks where she's selling her her uh, oysters, oysters and cockles. Mm-hmm. Um, and she then later sees one of the Night's Watchmen uh, abandoning the trip. He's like, I'm out, you know. I'm out. Of, I'm away from Castle Black. I'm in a brand new town, different continent. I'm out. Right. And, and she kills him just to see if she can do it. Right. Um. And then, then I think that's when she uh, she gets the blindness. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm remembering that correct. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And uh, that that is at the point where she is in the book. I think right. Because I, re- yeah. I remember, I remember her her bumping into Sam in book five was one of the first like coincidental chance meetings that that is all through the TV show. That, right. That, that they 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 kind of force the characters together into certain situations, um, and then when I remember reading that in the book and thinking, oh, okay, here's here's finally an example of that in the book. Where Sam and Arya exchange like a quick hello when when they dock in Bravos just for like an overnight stay on the right. way to Old Town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't I don't know if that'll happen next season, but um, but yeah, Sam Sam was sent down to Old Town to be a, a maester to get maester training right after Eamon died. There wasn't any real hanging around. And it was John's idea. It's like, Sam, I'm sending you to be the new maester. Is uh, Gilly around in the books? Does he still have his wildling girlfriend in the books? Or is that she, a went, show she went with him. She went with him. Okay, so she is a she is a book character as well. Oh, yeah. 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 There okay. was um, an, another example of them um, kind of whittling down the complexity was that um, Mance Raider had two or three wives, and one of them had a baby. Right. And yeah. at Castle Black, um, Melisandre wanted to sacrifice Mance Raider's child because mm-hmm. it had king, because he was a king, so the baby had king's blood. Okay. John enlisted Sam to help him convince um, Gilly to switch babies. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. To, save, to save Mance Raider's child and to sacrifice her own. Okay. Um, that she could raise the child to be, um, to be her own. But, right. Uh, and, and I don't even remember why John wanted to switch them. I, I guess to protect, like, a lineage in case, you know, the wildlings needed a leader again. You know, here's a, here's the son of Mance Raider. I don't that, really remember. That that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. That, so, sound, that sounds like a very John move. Yeah. So 
So she agreed, and they switched babies. And so she took Mance Raider's baby with with Sam on the boat on a trip to uh, to Old Town. Right. And and so she she struggled a bit with um you know actually like taking care of the baby at first because she didn't want to and she resented it and and everything. But eventually, I think her her maternal instincts kicked in and she started taking care of the of the baby and um but yeah, so yeah so like i said there's that that sort of complexity that they um uh, they just kind of streamlined that and you know cuz i i can't imagine that 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 little baby is going to play into anything you know in, in important the, in the yeah. final the final you know two books of the series right right well, that was a good move. Good for yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, so what, hold on. What's next? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit play. What we got? <laughs> Let's see. Um. Okay, John jabbing the guy. Um. She's looking at all the faces that, mm-hmm. you know, stealing faces, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, going blind. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um, Wait, before, before, before we get to whatever's next, I had a, who do you think, okay, so if Jake and Hagar is not the one who drank the poison but was pretending to be the, the other girl, Mm-hmm. Who drank the poison? Well, the poison could have been anything. That could have just been a fucking placebo. I mean, do you, anyway, think, do you think he enlisted one of the people who comes there wanting to die? Like, all right, listen, this is what's going to happen. You say these things to her, and then you take a drink. <laughs> I, no, it was just, I, could have been a misdirection. I, I think Jack and Hagar has clone abilities. Like, he could... He can probably reanimate a dead body to do whatever he wants. That guy is on some next level shit that we don't yeah. even know about. Okay. What's next? Illusions and Loki type of shit. He can do all that. <laughs> yeah. We are sure. in uh Dorn. Uh oh. <laughs> Dorn, um, the most boring part of the series. Of course. <laughs> the most That's notable so scene is um, Braun saying goodbye to the hottest uh, of the Sand Snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, not, actually, I like the one the with hottest, the long hair. Yeah, the one with the long hair. The most likely any one of us will get some skull from. You know what <laughs> I mean? The most forward with that. Right. Yeah, uh, for sure. You want a nice problem. girl. Young you want a nice girl, but you need a bad pussy. That was yeah. a pretty uh, that was great. Uh, cl- clumsy line, read as best as any actress could read it. <laughs> that was. I don't think it was a clumsy line. I think it was the most kind of genius in life line. <laughs> per se, yes. Yeah. You're not, not going to get down off of that. No, you're not right. going to convince me otherwise that that meant anything else, but. 
genius in life. That's how I live my life. Yeah. There's that. And Andy, you know how uh, I live my life. A little bit, yeah. Just like that. Like I live in Dorn. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm on Dorn Hub every night, so. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Frequently visited. You Dorn, everything, you know, come on. Yeah. So so Jamie gets a, a moment with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I was Very. alluding to earlier. Like you, oh. you get these sweet moments of kindness and, and happiness and I was I was just clenching. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, because uh something else you'll notice is oh my gosh, this is the most dialogue uh this character has ever had. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. This, this new actress. Yeah, his daughter, daughter niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gonna die. Yeah. Um. But they left that up in the air too. Is she dead or not? You know, you assume she is, but you don't see her fall to the ground dead. Yeah, right. I guess. I don't know. I it is that boat gonna turn right the fuck around? They're not that far. They're not that far. Well, I don't know. I you got to think is Jamie wondering is this is this an act of war? Was Right. Was the guy in the wheelchair was everything he's saying just an act? You know what I mean? Right. Um so if they were to turn that boat around, would they all be dead? That's true. Mm. So that's that's what I'm I'm kind of that's why I would think that they would not turn the boat around. Um, yeah. It was a pretty of of all of all the characters to die. I think she was probably the least. Um, I don't know. I don't think people are going to shed much of a tear for her. Yeah. Their kids are dropping like fucking flies, though. That's for sure. That's right. Do you think they're dropping, think they're, they're, Jamie... they're dropping like sparks? Well, do you think Jamie is going to um, Darth Vader choke that teenage boy that's, that was coming with them and then drop him in the ocean? <laughs> that, yes, that might come. I, I think Jamie is a smart enough dude to know that that Prince of Dorne could be valuable. Yeah. Right. Valuable bargaining chip. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he would think that they let them do all that stuff and have his fucking, um, is that his son, right? Uh, I think that's his son, yeah. Yeah, I guess, son, it must right? be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that Jamie would think he would jeopardize his son only to kill his dog, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he would think that that would be the case with that. I think he knows exactly. If we find out what exactly happens, I think he he would think like we do, that that bitch fucking gave her the fucking kiss of death from Mr. Goldfinger. So to speak. Right. You know what I mean? But what to see? They didn't show it, so that's left up in the debate, of course, you know. But I thought it was just a little sweet moment. It was nice. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I think, I think this kind of guarantees that that there will be more Dorn in the future. 
They got yeah. it. Cause they how how do you think they could improve upon um, kind of what what we've seen so far? Because I I think we've talked about it that it's it's kind of the the most boring part of the show, and it's maybe the the biggest letdown because there was big anticipation for its inclusion. Right, I but think... you know a lot a lot of that has to you know even the, the sand snakes were kind of built up to be mm-hmm. these badass bitches, and sure they sort of were, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just kind of let let you down with that whole deal. And like I said, an aerial shot stands <laughs> the beginning of the fucking show would have uh, you know maybe kind of give me more satisfaction Dorn wise. Right. To give you some more context, you know. Yeah. I think it's always important when you show a new city is to show how big their army is. So yes. what <laughs> I what I need to see is more of those uh, beach patrol dudes. <laughs> I need to see a <laughs> more I need to Baywatch. see a lot of them. Yep. Yeah. The Dornish uh, Baywatch. I need to see more of those guys, and I need to see them in big numbers. Right. I would take more of that, for yeah. sure. You know, just... It, th- yeah, they fucked up with Dorn. That's one of the biggest stumbling blocks, I think, of the past season was that, with Dorn. You know, because well, even if you watch all that, like, pre... Before the series even started, they were talking about Dorn, like, oh, Dorn. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, if, Jamie, you, okay. if you think about it story-wise, there's not much to invest. In Dorn, because uh, now that now that we've seen the whole arc of what's what happens in Dorn, um, uh-huh. it's to kill a character we don't really care about. So, <laughs> right. there's not there's not a whole lot of budget you need to put into that. I don't think. Which does not happen in the fucking books. No. Yeah, Dorn is way more built up than that, right, Sam? Um. It's hard to remember because I think in the I don't know in the book it seemed like a boring part too. Oh. It is, but it's more it's it's more politically built up. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think you're right. But none of Our that next... rescue mission shit happens. Yeah, not with Jamie, not with Braun. <laughs> Our next scene is in Marine, where we see. Uh, the leftovers of the uh, the great games party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has grayscale. That's great. <laughs> How Stop about everybody? that? I liked um, I liked Dario kind of taking over. You know. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I like that. Like him just being like, wh- "Why would we take you? No, you stay here. You do your shit here." We'll go find her. Yeah. Let's, let's let's be sensible about this. Well, I think that was a little storytelling thing because he had to make up for his shitty bet last time. <laughs> right. You know, where he was kind of changed, like, well, I got to make up for this shit. He's like, take control of this bitch right here. And it, all his stuff was obvious to everybody, of course. You know what I mean? It's not like he came up with some genius tactical move here or anything <laughs> like that. That's exactly what we would have written. But we're geniuses too, though. So, mm. well, I mean, the thing though was, I mean, t- 
Tyrion was all ready and set to saddle up and go looking for for uh, Daenerys. Oh, sure. Of course. But he's always ready for an adventure. We know this. Yeah. About him. Have you guys uh, ever made friends with some with a girl you've this? dated's ex? Yes. You know this. Um, isn't it weird to have Jorah and Dario go off on an adventure? Isn't that, isn't that weird energy? I've done that before. I've been, let's see, I've dated a girl and made made friends with her ex. And I've been on the other end too, where it's, but Hey, wait, you're forgetting one important matter of fact here. It's a little different when both of you were in that pussy. Yes. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a whole... That's a whole new frontier, sir. That's yeah, a you can, country. Well, in, in terms of... If you put it in terms of the League, you are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. But... Right. Fucking Jorah never fucking tapped that shit. He like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing that. Fucker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I fuck it. I've destroyed that that hymen. There's no home more hymen. That hymen's extinct. Don't bring it back. I have only ever been enemies with my Eskimo brothers. Oh, see, right. that makes more see? sense to me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There have yeah. Um, George always wondered to tap that ass. Several times I have either come to blows or very come very close to coming to blows with my Eskimo brothers. <laughs> oh. I, I've never blown, I've never blown one of my Eskimo brothers. Like, no. So, some, nice of fight, some of the fights I've mentioned in the past have been with Eskimo brothers. Oh, <laughs> that logic. That, that is a loaded dynamic right there. Jordan it is. and Dario going on an adventure together. Right, but Dario has hand over Jorah. You know, because Dario's been there. Jorah has so much no-pussy rage that when when he kills Dario, yes, I'm calling it, when he kills (laughs) him, pushes him off a cliff, something's going to happen, I am not going to shed a tear for Dario, even if he was badass in Treme. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. You are correct. You know, but yep. they should all be mad at Cal Jogo for really carving that pussy out. <laughs> you know that motherfucker was strapping. There's nothing right. left in there. Dario was just fucking trying to hit a wall. No, dude. <laughs> Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo had no style. He had one. Horsey style position, and and Daenerys yeah. had to teach him everything else. I'm talking about that dick just destroying that pussy. Cal Drogo's like five feet taller than any of them, for one. I think Cal Drogo think, is probably the worst lover, uh, listen, wise. I listen, think, motherfucker. I'm talking. To, I'm talking to, about to support, real, to support Lee's theory, I always think back to that one of the scenes, and I think it was like the second or third episode where. Daenerys' handmaidens have to help her off her horse. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and actually, like, help her walk just because she's so fucking wrecked. <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm going to bring this to reality. So, like, us 
our world, our Westeros. Lisa Benet, I don't know how she's still alive. She has no internal <laughs> organs left. Okay? This bitch is like fucking 3.5 inches tall, right? Well, 3 feet 5 inches tall. She's married to Cal Drogo. Mm-hmm. Cal Drogo has just, there is, wow, there is just an empty fucking chasm in there. It's like uh, Hayden Hayden Panettiere is married to, or dating, at uh, one of the Klitschkos. <laughs> yeah, ooh. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like, We're he's, talking liter- like- he's literally three times the size of her. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, when you're just going down, you're eating echoes. I feel for Jorah. In a world world where, uh, you know, there's uh, prostitutes all around, I don't think Jorah probably has shot a load off once. Maybe a hand. But there is that ass. He can get up in that ass. That ass is probably, well, no, Drogo definitely got that ass. There's nothing left of her inside. She's a hollow. Yeah, she's just a hollow Earth theory. Her. <laughs> well, let's 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 talk about her. Where we leave off with her, Daenerys. Yeah. I, yeah, we're fucking lazy. Ass I didn't. Fucking okay, so going. I didn't really understand the ring drop until I watched the um. Until I watched Drogo's yeah. ring. Yes. I. I don't know. Was it? Like, I, I think didn't it was to indicate it. that watched, she was the Kalisar, or not the Kalisar, the Khaleesi, or whatever, which they haven't called her forever. Well, I right? watched the, like, the behind-the-scenes thing about the episode afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the showrunners explain she drops the ring like a breadcrumb. Like right, for who? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for of who? course. I think it was dual yeah. purpose. I, I, heard that, I heard that too, but um, to a piece of jewelry in a grassy field. Right. Um, exactly. It's it's literally a needle in a haystack. Right. Sure. But I think someone with really keen um, senses, like a dragon, maybe that maybe. could that could be something. Um, yeah, Dario and Jorah have not so far proved that they are super great. Uh, metal detectors. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> Dario Dario makes the the comment when he's when he's talking down to Tyrion about have you ever tracked an animal in yes. the wilderness or something like that, insinuating point. that he's done it. Yeah. So maybe maybe Denari's knew that about him. Or have Could you be. ever tracked some fucking pussy out in the fucking? Uh, how about this? Was she not at the top of that fucking thing with Drogon? How the fuck did she make it down there so quick? That was pretty quick, right? Oh. Wasn't on top of that fucking mountain, Mesa, wherever the fuck that was? Well, it looked it looked like pretty rocky terrain. It wasn't like just a straight-up plateau. Um, I don't know. I was actually kind of disappointed in that version of the, the scene. Um, in... In the book, um, she she lands, I think, on Drogo or on Drogon in the center of the Kalisar. Mm. Uh. Like, 
Drogo, Drogon uh, circles circles around and then just lands her right in the middle of them. And it's like they the the scene ends with her kind of being like, "Look who's back, bitches!" Right. I, okay. Someone at work told me told me this, which seems to differ a little bit, which is she... Fucking John Carmack. Up to his old tricks again, huh? No, he doesn't work there anymore. God damn it. You did come by um, to you... No, but what I heard <laughs> was uh, they have no food, so mm-hmm. there is like a goat carcass or something that Daenerys starts eating, and right. the... Um, that is true. I remember that. And the... Uh, the uh, what are they called? Dothraki. The the Dothraki find her covered in blood next to a dragon. And Maybe that's the, it. But I'm I'm remembering it. I think more of a they find her with the dragon. Right. Right. Um. Which now, which could mean a number of things. It could be like, oh my god, there's the mother of dragons, or oh my god, we gotta kill that dragon. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Now, now, Tim, I re- recall spoilers right here, motherfuckers. Um, the Kalisar there is one of Cal Drogo's rivals. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there might be some interesting shit going down there. They don't reveal anything yet, nor I don't think would they, because I don't think they really showcased that at all when they showed any of those guys. Yeah. I don't know. To me, to me, the impression I walked away with at the end of the book, yeah. as far as Daenerys goes, is she has returned. She is returned to the Kalisar with with this this air of power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like right. she, she is she is formidable in her own right now because. She is the mother of dragons, right? Um, so you think like like on the number six start, season six starts that fucking Drogon is gonna come down there and be like, "What's up?" So they're gonna be like, "Who the I, fuck, yeah, maybe. fuck you, bitch?" And they're gonna be like, "Boom." Maybe right? I don't know, and that's why I feel like yeah. I feel like it would have been a more powerful ending of on the season for her if we had sure. if we had seen something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. But I think they're leaving it kind of open, just narrative-wise. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more of a... It's more so of they a, can drop that. ...what's going to happen yeah. to her. Yeah, I think they're going to be like, well, fuck you. I don't... We don't fucking believe in you because, like, you know, half her... You know, because if you all recall, Andy, without reading the books and all this stuff, you recall, like, they don't recognize her as the fucking... Cause once fucking Drogo died, they didn't give a fuck about her at all. You know what I mean? They respect her position, you know. So that might be the case when it comes to this, and then Jogan comes down like, "Oh shit!" Oh, oh. Yeah. To to me, she ended on an she she ended on an up note. Like sure. I did not, yeah. I did not think those guys were going to rape her. That I was like, okay, this is right. This is, a, was, this is a good thing for her. It was it was it was an odd spectacle that. Like the the entire the entire clan was mm-hmm. circling her like that, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. Right, because if they were gonna just pick her up, you know, and do whatever they were gonna do with her, somebody would have just snatched her off the ground. Right. Sure. 
There's I, a lot of fucking of them, too. Fuck. I want to rewind just a little bit because I'm now watching uh, Varys return because uh, yeah. um, uh, Tyrion is now going to be the... Uh, he had a Marine. Uh, the, vi- he, he's going to be the vice breaker vice of change. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, a it, nice, th- there's a nice little moment when Varys uh, comes comes to his side and Tyrion looks over and just gives a little tiny smile, I think, because yeah. I think he always expects Varys to be into some shit. So I think it's <laughs> I think that I think I, I really like that reunion. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's definitely not what happens in the books because Tyrion's not even fucking hasn't even met her yet. Right. Or anything like that. And Varys is nowhere. <laughs> He's not in fucking Essos at all. So I think there's uh, some intriguing possibilities that could possibly happen because of all this. Like I could do well with just watching a whole show of that, of course. Yeah. Everything I've read, uh, read and heard from actors. Uh, on the show that apparently that guy that plays Varys, uh, the crew loves it. The crew loves that guy. Like he, he makes everybody laugh. He makes uh, uh, people lose their shit during scenes. He tries to make uh, Peter Dinklage laugh during his scenes. So I think, (laughs) I think the showrunners probably said, let's, let's see what we can do with Varys. People, people like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You got a future kid. Yep. <laughs> we will keep you alive for a little bit. Yeah. You may last longer than uh the prostitute um the prostitutes we've upgraded in the past. <laughs> so on uh, to the next. Let's see, let's see. I'm fast forwarding. I guess Cersei. Oh, we are at Cersei. Yeah, Cersei. I want to talk a little bit about the um, CGI. Not the CGI. Uh, I, I I knew that would come up, but um, sure. I want to talk about Jonathan Price's character, um, the high the High Sparrow, and what is the religion? The Faith Militant. Faith Militant. Yes. How much power do you guys see? these guys having in um, King's Landing there? All of it, really, for now, right? They kind of really, I mean, obviously, the fucking, the royalty that Cersei is a part of is doing absolutely nothing about it. Right, right? they're running the streets. They're not trying to stage a raid or anything like that. They're just like, well, she fucking hooked the shit up and whatever. I don't know, know? I I feel like, once Cersei gets a shower, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like she's gonna burn that sucker to the ground. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I, how many of you thought that fucking fucking uh, the fucking uh, uh, the fucking valley? What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is the fucking, come on, guys. Use your words, Lee. Mountain valley, fucking rock. Boulder, the boulder, mountain, the resurrected boulder mountain. Uh, the mountain, just fucking, Frank and when mountain. they were talking, was gonna Frank and Hulk mountain. out and fucking bust to a wall. Like Hulk oh. 
you're not the you're not the first one I heard that said that that uh yeah, right? you, well you wanted that to happen you're like oh man that's right. she's already a confessor of shit and then boom it just comes plowing through I think the time. next I think the next ten or twelve minutes that plays out um is as good as Hard Home to me. Because um, watching it again and the uh, shame, shame, sure. shame, all this stuff, ringing of well, the and bell. It's, and it's extended, uh, like I was saying earlier before we even started getting into all this. It's such a long scene, too. They really draw it out. You know what I mean? The, they the pacing of it, the pacing was away. fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was a good choice by them. And like I said earlier, too, it's like even the most despicable characters, during that moment, you you almost forget how fucking awful she fucking really is. And she really uh, is very fucking know. awful. You just yeah. feel just like, wow, I would just not wish that upon you. It's a fucking terrible thing. Did, did you guys have confused boners watching that scene? I did. Nah, I wasn't confused. It was just straight up. I, I got to tell you, the um, the bell ringing nun. Mhm. Did it for you? She she that was a tight little package I'll wrap up. <laughs> did, did anybody else notice that? The uh, once no. again, Tim, I'm gonna come back to uh, when you see women acting evil. It's kind of a turn on. Well, I yeah. mean, when when in some of the long shots, when you see her whole body. She's like a, mm-hmm. a tall, well-built woman, and that that robe that she's wearing is kind of tight and form-fitting, with like the like the cinched rope at the waist, mm-hmm. hiding those dinners. She was a uh, she had it going on. So you're saying your boner wasn't confused either? It was. Oh no, it's a little confused. Shame, <laughs> shame, 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 shame. Yeah, it's not going to end well for her in season six. That's for sure. Right. Um, and I think how... I think there was just the slightest ag- acknowledgement of that on that woman's face. Yeah. When yeah. when they when they made it to the red keep, and Cersei made it through the door, you kind of saw on her face. But it was brilliant. It's just the slightest kind of like, oh shit, we're done, and she made it. Yeah. Like. I am number one on her hit list. <laughs> and I spar you fucking idiot. You don't let her go back to that, the Red Keep. What do you think is going to happen? Mm, I don't on. know. There, there's something about Jonathan Price that seems very knowledgeable. Like, he has, sure, he has to laid... a point. I think, he has I think laid, his faith will fucking tear him. It will be his crutch when it comes to this. When it comes to the unstoppable force of fucking, sort of fucking zombie land there, yeah. Who is like just look into that mask and be like, ooh, yeah, this guy stinks. For one, the stench must be fucking unbearable. And I, I like right. how no one's questioning his fucking shit. Like, look at this fucking blue, blue eyed, and I'm not talking about his eyeballs himself, just around his fucking detritus fucking corpse. Yeah. I, yeah. Come on. Come on, Sir Kevin. <laughs> Whoever the fuck <laughs> <is>. Really? <laughs> you know, like, 
I love Sir Braveheart or some shit. Oh, it's Sir Strong something. He's got a yeah, Sir Strong Bad. He's got a pretty (laughs) weak name. Yeah, yeah, he's got a real corny name. So this whole body double thing came out later. Yes. Uh, once again, I knew it right watching it though. I'm like, I know, I know, but like this goes back to the uh, the dragon scene in the fighting pits. I was so wrapped up in the moment that I didn't yeah. notice it. It was pretty transparent to me. Like I, I, I was, you know, you you see a, a fucking turd on her shoulder. Like someone put a piece of poo, poo on her shoulder, right? And it's still hard. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah. can I fight through this? Could I not? I don't know. Like, um, like, would you? Would, how about this, guys? I'll throw this out there. Let me get misogynistic on you fuckers. Would you still fuck her with all that shit still on her? Probably, I would. Uh, admit it, you would. Be she's up. a uh, turn the, on shoulder. The, the body Come double that they eyeball from me. Yes. The the body double Freaking. they picked for her was uh pretty impressive. Pretty fucking impressive for sure. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Weird in the neck though. They 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 really lose it around the neck when it comes to the uh compositing though, I think, right? Yeah. A little crazy. If you watch If you watch Stanley Kubrick movies, he's got a very distinctive body type that he picks for nude scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in The Shining or Eyes Wide Shut or Clockwork Orange, he it's always a little saggy, a little well natural, natural big boobs and tall. Yes, and you know almost like a model model type of that, body. That, but, um, you know that's what I like. So you know I was still. I think I think that photographs well, but I also think you know um, it's it's that, it's a it's the Lannisters are from what we know, um, are incestuous and blue-blooded and vain, and I think that's for a reason, you know. Sure. She's got this body Not only does it photograph well, it fucks well, too. (laughs) Yes. You can do no wrong with that. More importantly, I think her acting, Lena Headey's acting, her, like, I'm ignoring this, for as much as I can, but when someone fucking hawks a loogie on your face, yeah, uh, so you're going to react no matter how, you know, strong you are. It's true. Unless you're asking for it, you know what I mean? Which I've done. <laughs> um, and it's like a bit, bit different, but yeah. I still fucking put shit on the shoulder. I'd like it. fucking throw a little load on that fucking shit on that fucking, you know, that kind of, that's me. That's I'm I liked uh, I liked the random flashers in the crowd. Guy that showed her, uh, her dick, his dick, and yeah. then the girl that showed her, like, I look at them, look at these, or whoever that. I've had was. more cops than this. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, not too shabby. I think Lena Headey as an actress, right? I think you know she's a brunette in real life. Yes, you guys know yeah. that, right? Uh, I think she looks way better as a blonde, though, right? She's just way sexier as a blonde for some reason. Not like I, I prefer agree. blonde because I'm not a gentleman, for one. Yeah. I think she looks. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, really? Yeah. Her uh, her more natural look, like in uh, Judge Dredd or just Dredd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
With that fucked up meth mouth? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. And the big little scar on the face? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm with it. She was, uh... I I like her uh, with the Mama Clan. The Terminator show. I I watched most of that. And she was brunette in that. I liked her in that. But I don't know. She just looks like she should be blonde. I like her... I like her... um, her short pixie cut. I've always liked <laughs> oh, that. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. The Tinkerbell. Very stylish. Yes. Stylish for well, Westeros. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show, Adam Tally. Hello, Adam. Oh. Hey, you saw any new ports to nips tonight? Um, I haven't had any yet. Hmm. It's raining pretty bad here, so I think they're all kind of hot now. True, they don't like the rain. They melt Adam, the do, rain. You sell, uh, do you sell chewing tobacco? Oh, no, my God, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What do people, what do people buy? Oh, it's a brand I've maybe. never heard of. No, no? this brand I've never heard of is called Grizzly. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's like cheaper than Copenhagen or, or Skoll. Kodiak? It's a Michigan-based thing or, or Kodiak. And then we never saw no, it. No, no, no. It's always Grizzly. I've seen Grizzly. When they here. come in, it's always some redneck-sounding motherfucker. So they always sound like, Hey, you pack of Grizzly. So is that is that just a, a brand recognition knockoff of Kodiak? Because isn't that a brand? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've never heard of Grizzly before I started working here. That must be a new thing. I had a nightmare a couple nights ago where I was chewing marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Just Here, gobs that. and gobs of marijuana. Just, I was, I don't know. I don't know why I was here's having how, that dream. Here's how the cigarettes roll. Okay, rednecks always come in and get the grizzly. Uh, regular white guys will just come in and get regular cigarettes like fucking like Marlboro or Marble Gold or something like that. Um, are those also the guys who go to the regular strip clubs? <laughs> regular strip clubs, not, not the dark ones. There go. So <laughs> hippies will get the regular um, uh, American spirits. They don't have any additives in it, you know, because they want to smell healthy, right? Okay. Uh, Asians will come in and get the NXTs or the Camel Crush, Camel Crush Blue, Camel Menthol, all of those. Um, uh, Black dudes come in and they get the cigarillos, and then they always bought <laughs> the price. Cigarillos. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Every time they come in, they're like, "Can I get you know the the Swisher Sweets or whatever?" And I'm always like, "Yeah, it's this price." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yes, it's more expensive here because we're on campus and they they bump the prices up." Well, that's bullshit, and they walk out, <laughs> so they never buy any. Not <laughs> <laughs> black. Yeah, those black. No, it, it's I don't know like that. Speaking of blacks, did you guys hear? Um, I, want, I didn't want to fly it on your, in your uh, Game of Thrones talk, but Mark Maron's uh, Obama interview today. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> did you interview a black guy? I have not. Did you know he? You know he's black, Obama. I wanted it to get looser, but um, I, I think there is a uh, a certain amount of rehearsed um, and measured conversation you're going to get from a guy like Obama. 
Yeah. Sure. Didn't stop him from dropping that and bomb. Yeah, I yeah. know. I saw that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? <laughs> Did he just say that? that I liked it. I, I liked him saying it. Not not because I like that word, but because it's it, it was as uh, cursing as he was going to get. You weren't going to hear him drop an F-bomb, but he, he, it was like a relaxed conversation and in context, I think it made sense what he was talking about. And, and speaking of that word, before you guys get back to the Game of Thrones, because I know I'm jumping in, in here. And which word, all which word uh, again? Which word? Which word? That, that that word you just referred to. Uh, Na- nag naggers, people that nag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The negativity those fucking, word. Those fucking naggers. All right. That, like horses. <laughs> nags and stags. Yes. Yes, let's that, that word. Say, um, let's just say Negro noun and move on. Negro. <laughs> um, no, but I like. like but I, oh, give, I give. I give Obama, but fucking mad props again for doing that. Yeah. yeah. What, what I was gonna and say it, is that. Uh, cool. And for being on a fucking shitty podcast. That's great. Let Adam finish. What I was gonna say was, uh, all throughout the years on these podcasts, we've always said the joke that Lee one day will eventually say the word and he just supports what niggers so, you know? it right now who cares? oh my god get the fuck god damn god it I don't care who got in trouble for that man, Manny cartoon you did, <laughs> yeah you did say it on one show and I've got it on the clip show coming up whenever we do this that this guy's so fucking stupid this is ridiculous <laughs> you all know I hate blacks no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Hey, yeah, I'm one of the, I'm one of those fucking idiots that goes, yeah, 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 yeah. black friends, they gave me the, yeah, yeah, they they uh, they gave me the pass, yeah. right? Yeah. They gave me the pass, all right. All right. Yeah, whatever I want. <laughs> whatever I hear that, like I've had, I have chicks that say that to me, you know what I mean? Every once in a while, I'm like, really, okay. Oh, like Tom Hanks and your kids that we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Adam, please please finish your point before please we cut you off. Your yes, my my point is that I I, I have a, a drop of him saying that word uh, on the clip show that's eventually going to happen at some point. But he did finally did say it, and I guess he just said it now. So there we go. Oh, yeah, come on, so stupid. Listen, really, really. How, how about, let me be honest with you. Is it is it really controversial? I say it really. No. No. No really. cares if I say it. It's just, it's First just of all, I'm allowed to say it because all my black friends gave me the permission, so I need to tell every black person I know that I have permission from these black people that they don't know that I have permission, and they will somehow accept that based on that. Right? I'm just I'm just saying it, it, it's in, <laughs> nice in the context of all the years that we've been dealing sure. with this, that eventually it's going to happen, and it did happen, and now it's definitely happening. So, yeah. To me, the only path <laughs> you can have is yeah. to have a uh, a black guy uh, in your presence, and he has to nod before you say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the only time you can do it. Like, okay. Any, any type um, of uh, of verbal path does not fly in my book. Yeah. Like you, you got to have a black dude with you if you're gonna say it. Yeah, you just it, right on your side, and you have to have photographic evidence that this this person right. gave you the pass. And then the I other, will, the I, black guy, the other I will not, I will not accept, I will not, I will not accept a card or a verbal 
verification. Right. I need to see the. I need to, to be, see the guy. Yes, it needs to be photographed. <laughs> the the uh, the the drop that I have, he refers to Annie Chang as his yellow N word. That's how. That's how <laughs> but that's just funny <laughs> in general. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> Come on. There you go. I'm just not afraid of it anymore because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I, right away. I get it. All right. Everybody no. knows. Except for Rock, okay. who thinks that every, every podcast he's on, that every the world is listening and will not give him a fucking job because he's you know, on a controversial show for some reason. Even uh, uh, Mark Walters' show. It's like, yo, people be listening. I'm like, uh, no, no one's listening. It's, uh, who show is it again? A oh, Mark Walters' show. So that right there explained it all. So you should know that. That's we have we have one more Westerosian, I think, to to discuss. We do. Yes. And, and one, it is John it is Snow. called it is called the Ollie Switcheroo. Yep. <laughs> How did those guys know about uh, Benjamin? How did those? Was he that popular a dude? I guess yeah, he was. Well, he, a, was he was the head. He was the head fucking what's it called? He was the right. Fung Kuhn up in there. See, there he go. There he goes. Right. That, that yeah. was the position, right? First Ranger, I think. That was him. Yeah. He was First Ranger. Mm-hmm. But he and disappeared. They found his horse. Now, all right, how about this? How many of you, y'all were bamboozled and hoodwinked by that? Uh, before the show fucking shit, and they showed that fucking all that Benjamin Stark shit, and they showed multiple scenes of that. You're like, uh-oh. Are they going to show Benjamin Stark up in this fucker? Guess guess why I was not spoiled by that because I don't watch uh, previously on or next on. <laughs> and like I told Tim the other day, based on his uh, Blu-ray and DVD purchases, it's because you're smart too. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was all excited. I was like, "Really? Are they gonna do this shit? This is fucking awesome!" Yeah. So, so, but no, they're just giving us a context. And I have a friend I watch this with, and he's like. He gets so upset by the before the show fucking shit, right? Yeah. He's like, why do they show this fucking shit from fucking four seasons ago? And I told him, I was like, and I go, it's because of fucking motherfuckers like you when we're watching the show and they bring up something, you're like, who's that? You're asking me during the show who the fuck that is when they showed that fucking shit ahead of time to warn you and to give you some context of that. He still didn't get it. I I, I don't like it because it is it is as you know it it's you basically off. yeah yeah it 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 drops a scent and y- your your brain will be for me my brain is going to be sure. uh, be too busy trying to make connections when i should be you know wrapped up in the story so i i, I try not to watch those right right it get, it, it it gives away a whole hell of a lot for sure you know, there's been a few times where they show that, you know, I, what would you call that, that pre-preview of, what is what is that called when they do that? I'll, I would say previously on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right, okay, there you go. The whole just previously on just, you know, either guides you and like, oh, I remember that, but it still kind of dictates your judgment for what you're, it kind of spoils what you were eventually going to see on the show, obviously. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and that, yeah, that's a good reason not to watch it like you do, Andy. Because, like I said, you're smart. It's like ten minutes Blu-ray and DVD collection. <laughs> um, you think he's dead? Yes. Who? Readers. Yes. I yeah, think. he's dead. He's dead. He's fucking dead. That's no, no lie. It, he's dead. In the book, I don't want to hear anything else. It. Shut up. In the book, they leave it open-ended. But <laughs> yeah, in, the sh- no. in the show, in the show, just moments before this happens, Melisandre arrives. Right. And right. if you think like back, um, the, uh, the, the, the monk who was the, the follower of the Red God often brought back that Beric Tondarian guy from the Brotherhood yeah. Without Banners, brought him back to life four or five times. So I think her presence there nullifies yeah. his death. Oh, um, sh- sure. No, I like, agree with you, too. He that, could there's a possibly, reason. yeah, there's a reason there's she a reason up there. Yeah, there's a reason she's there on the show and in the books. He's definitely fucking dead, though. He's dead. Oh yeah, doesn't in necessarily this, mean they're moment. gonna not bring him back to fucking life, of course. Right. And there's many ways, many ways they can do it. Yeah. Whether or not you know, and you know, Kit Harrington was so fucking adamant about just fucking throwing. Oh, I'm dead. Blah, blah 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 blah. Which is in the best interest of the show because if he said he wasn't dead or any of that stuff, they'd be like, Oh, he's alive. He's gonna be. You know what I mean? So I understand all that fucking shit. You know what I mean? But. I you think, know, even I if think, he says like I'm not gonna, he he said explicitly he's like I'm not gonna be around for season six. Does that not mean he's not gonna be around for season seven? Let's say, or is he just on misdirection? It wouldn't be the first time he's done that, or the, not not he's done that, but the show has done that. The the spell. examples I keep the examples I keep hearing is Benedict Cumberbatch saying I am not I I am not Khan in the new Star Trek movie, and he was clearly right. Khan. Yeah, um, perfect example. Yeah, so it's whether whether he's alive or dead. Like I have, I have reconciled that he's dead. It's been it's been a full week, and I'm like, okay, if he's dead, he's dead, and I hope I hope something he did will play an important part of the story next. But I'm trying to think of all the important stuff he did, and the only thing I can think of is he let some wildlings in past the wall. <laughs> right. So I think some of those wildlings are going to grow some really nice crops that will feed somebody <laughs> that will help defeat the uh, evil in King's Landing. Maybe. You are really <laughs> <Andy. laughs> I, I, I think, and maybe Tim will agree, or just... There's no point narrative-wise why they should keep him dead, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Dead, dead, and no longer has anything to do with the overall ending books narrative or show narrative. There's no point in it. It it right. seems like if they did that, it would seem like a massive, massive faux pas and waste of fucking time for all the little hints they've dropped that kind of Build Jon Snow up to be something more than he is. There's no narrative reason instead of just like, 
Well, fuck you. We're just gonna throw the fucking. We're just gonna pull the carpet from you guys. And he's good. Well, all this stuff we kind of built up about him and all this. You know, there's no reason. It, it's pointless to do that. Per yeah. se, I, I think it's I an just, idiot. Move I, I agree. I don't. His story isn't over. It can't be over. No. I think no. Melisandre no. retreating to the Castle Black is. Yeah. Is of course. The perfect wait, setup, wait. and she's either gonna she's either gonna. Um kind of steal his body away because if she brings him back from the dead and, you know, all the Night's Watch guys are still hating him, they're just going to kill him again. Sure. So, I don't know. I think she's going to maybe steal his body. Well, he's free of his oath now, right? Pretty much. If he is dead, they bring him back. That's the thing, (laughs) right? Like, his his watch has ended. (laughs) So, if he comes back to life, is he free of his oath? Yeah, he's good to go. So much, so much has been made of that, though. Like, that, yep. for me, hasn't he been? So him, he and Sam have broken their oaths when they got some wildling pussy, right? No, 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 no. But but you know, uh, even uh, fucking, um, I think more the Mormon or Amon mentioned something like, oh, fucking kicked everybody out that fucking got some pussy and old in the fucking that town, or whatever. This close, then there'd be no Night's Watch. I, I, wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that he's broken his oath. He's broken no. vows, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not not the oath. Okay. Because I don't think no. anywhere in the oath it says anything about celibacy. Uh, no, you would think no. no you would it's think no why. You're you know, not going to take some pussy. Well, it just says that you know you you renounce who you were mm-hmm. um, in your previous life. Right. Yeah, I don't. That fucker ain't dead. Well, you know, like, yeah, cinema, like, when you talk about, like, just the the visual aspect of it, like, they they spend a long time showing that trail of blood. Sure. You know, the king's blood draining out of him. Um, You know. Again, could be directorial, artful decisions, but all very interesting. You're good, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Um, here, let me let me read the uh, the oath. Night gathers. Mm-hmm. Now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory. I shall live and die at my post. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards the realms of men. I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch for this night and all nights to come. Yeah, to say, like... You can't father children, so I guess you have to be careful. Right. Yeah. But they really haven't broken their vows at all. It's crazy. Sorry about that. I thought I was on mute. I'm sorry. No problem. So, so as long as you pull, as long as you pull out in time, <laughs> you're not breaking. Do what I do, gentlemen. Spray the face. The oath. <laughs> the oath. I guess. The oath. I guess never. From the TV perspective, didn't. I don't know. I can. I can kind of tell that John and Sam 
are very um, conscious of the oath, but sure. it just never seemed that important to me. And you, you guys aren't the first ones that have brought up like, oh, now his, now his watch is done, so he's free to do whatever. I'm like, bullshit. If he wanted to do something, he would have done it. That's but he has. I mean. He always kind of stre- He always kind of goes beyond. Well, you know I, guess, I mean? Like, I guess I, more- I mean it in in terms of him having to be You're actually a member, uh, just a member of the Night's Watch. Okay. He doesn't go against any of that, really, right? Whereas, I mean, like you're saying, he can he can go and do stuff. He can, you know, he can have sex. He can do whatever. But when he actually thought of leaving the Night's mm-hmm. Watch when when Rob was killed, um, right? You know, all of his friends stopped him because if right. you're a fugitive from the Night's Watch, that's a death sentence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but hey, but, but but hey, hey, real quick, Tim, you got to bring mm-hmm. up in the book that. The reasons that they fucking, you know, shake him Omar style, and he should have fucking threw on some phone books, some Westeros phone books up in there, you know, expecting that shit. Omar fucking. Ah, uh, anyway, uh, he wanted to go. He got this pink letter, which is weird, right? Little Raven gives you a little pink letter, right? You open it up, and it's from Ramsey saying. This, 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 and this, and then he wants to take a contingent of the Night's Watch and Wildlings down to fucking Winterfell and take that shit over, thus abandoning his post and getting into the squabbles of kings and men, let's say, right? Do, do you mean Stannis? What? That sent that message. No, Stannis didn't. Ramsey did or something like oh. that, right? Or one of the Boltons <laughs> sent that, right? Uh, I don't remember. No, because they said they captured. He said he captured uh, uh, fucking uh, Mance and all that shit like that. Because in the book, Mance is fucking alive. There's this fucking old fucking rattle shirt, fucking load of bones, fucking thing. He's like switcheroo-y shit and all that stuff like that. And he said like, "Hey, I fucking got your guy. He's captive. I got fucking Sansa, even though it's the Sansa proxy, right?" that he has and all that shit. And he's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, nah, I'm going to fucking go down there and fucking take my fucking home back and all that shit like that. And that's when all those fuckers are like, hey, fuck you. You're done. Let's stab him at the end. Oh, no, I, I don't I don't remember that being the lead up to, to the... Yeah, that's definitely the build-up because you don't know if that letter that he gets is actually true or false from that. If it's just Ramsey just kind of blue sky in him or whatever, but he... Uh, so John is kind of convinced that oh shit, shit is going down like that. He actually has my sister and all. Because in the book, uh, Ramsey is not married to you know um, Sansa. Actually, it's just like this fucking Padme clone right. <laughs> chick and all this stuff like that. You know, right. so it's this kind of like red herring kind of thing just to kind of goad him out. You know, yeah. That's but, I mean, but the ending's the same. Yeah. Um, Except for fucking what's his nuts there, Ollie, who doesn't exist in the books, if I recall, right? Ollie doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think um, Ollie is representative of of the people of the North, the way that Roz was representative of all the the whores. Whores. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like he's a he's a composite character the way she was. Sure. No, yeah, I take that. Um Andy, were well, and, were you were you surprised by that? Yeah. By what? By them stabbing John. Um yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well they kinda of built think, you get a, they kinda of built it up with Ollie going, hmm like every fucking two seconds like hmm. No, I, I, I think you guys probably had a little extra sure suspicion suspicion about Ollie as book readers. You're like, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. this is their this is the TV way of them doing foreshadowing. To to me, to me, it happened so uh, so fast. The fact that they but, brought up Benjamin, um, I was like, oh. I, I yeah not not seeing the previously on like I thought that would be a really kind of up note to end on like yeah seeing crazy. this long bearded uh, dude be coming back and like let's kick some stark ass you know <laughs> high five and then cut the credits that would have been badass and that's where my head went and um, I was definitely sucker punched by that. I, I, yeah, I think they did a really effective job in presenting what they did present, which is nice. Yeah. But that leads me into some, you know, things book-wise that reasons they didn't show certain things book-wise because they're setting it up to bring him back in the way I think they possibly can or will bring him back. And that all kind of focuses around Lady Stoneheart there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I may not because, want to know about that stuff. Well, you know, if about you guys want to talk about, uh, I know yeah. about her existence and that she's with uh, Brienne, but I've never yeah, made a connection between. I've never made a connection between her and John. What well, What do you know about Lady Stoneheart? For one, um, what do I know? That her body was thrown into the water? Yes. And someone found her and resurrected her. That's what I know. And you know who she is, yes? Mm, I don't know who resurrected her, no. No, 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 no. You know who Lady Stoneheart is. Yes, yes. Okay, well, which is a big thing in the books, right? That happens at the Mm -hmm. end of the last book. Uh, Mm Oh, fucking Clash of Kings, right? Right. So the reason I think that they chose not to introduce that idea, right, because they would have done it by now, is because right. they're saving that. If they if they would have introduced that a season ago or whatever, they're back like, oh, shit. Then when they killed John like that, to like, oh, well they're just going to do the same type of thing to John then, right? And bring him back, you know? Mm -hmm. So not introducing that type of thing, but kind of giving hints that something like that could happen kind of paves the way for something like that to show it and common viewers would be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Well, I don't know. I mean, because they've already shown, they've already shown, that ability with the uh, 
Like I mentioned sure. before, the, the Brotherhood. Sure, but if they would have brought back, if they would have introduced Stoneheart into there, Catelyn there, right? You would have been like, oh, okay, that's not really good. They're just going to well, fucking do the same thing there, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, without, um, before we get into, I guess, speculation and stuff about what's to come, sure. what, what did okay. you guys think overall of the this fifth season? Wrap, let's wrap it. up kind of the... I would have liked to have seen a cock merchant. <laughs> Me too. I Me too. Or a triple A. I um, <clears throat> I love that. I love that it irritated people. Me too. <laughs> I, love I love irritating people, of course. It did, and I don't mean that in a snarky way either. I mean that it is a unconventional show that fucks with people's expectations continues yeah. to fuck with people's expectations. Which is from great. day one yeah. yeah, from day one has fucked with people's expectations and that to have an entire season that people are like, I'm done with this. I'm over this. Like I love it. Uh, yeah. Sansa Stark <laughs> getting raped is is my jumping off point and they're still eating the shit up and then getting sucker punched at the end. I fucking love it that it is yeah, I, I a, love that, right? How, uncompro- how many friends do you know that have done that? It is right? an uncompromising oh. and unique piece of art. And I think it sure. should, and I think this season should be recognized as, you know, fuck you, we don't care what you think season. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's why I liked it. Yes. I love, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. You don't know how many people are like, oh, I'm done with that show. You know, it's just like, it's <laughs> okay. No, you're not. <laughs> Liar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just love how polarizing this show can get. Where a lot of TV and a lot of shows, you you can't, you, 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 man, all, m- many shows wish they can provoke that type of response from their viewers. You know what I mean? They try, and they try, but they can't do it. You know what I mean? This is the only show that's come across in the past decade or more that has been able to do that and to divide people and to just throw controversy out there and just to fucking elicit just speculation and conversation. That's the power of this narrative. You know what I mean? And it's It's, fucking power. Yeah, it's the power of great, great art, and yeah, you know, really pop, and I, I, pop I culture art. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it'll be, you know, in the years to come or whatever. And we're all fucking old men. Well, we're all kind of old men now, but you know, we're mm-hmm. older men. We're elder statesmen and all that shit like that. You know, this will be looked at as a just a cultural phenomenon. Really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, yep. it just really will with the, which is just the power of the books and the fan base of the books and just how well the show is done and how the audiences just clashed and just we're all on equal. We're all on kind of equal footing now, which is interesting. I think, what do you think, Tim? We're just all kind of, yeah. I mean, the show has kind of surpassed the books really in certain aspects. In in certain aspects, it hasn't. Yeah, we're all on equal footing. We all, none of us know exactly what's going to happen. We can just, but we're going to talk and speculate to the days on end until any of these questions are kind of shown or resolved to us, which is the beauty of this type of stuff. You know, it'd be different if this if this series was already written, come and gone, 
we can kind of like, well, we read the book, we know what's going on. All right. No, it's not the case. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's oh, it's kind. Of, I, I think George R R R R R R R Martin is uh yeah I I think he might even be done with the next book right, and they're just waiting strategically just to throw that fucker out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not his best interest to like say, well, you know, the uh, show's gonna end before the book come out or something. You know what I mean? Just 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 on a marketing standpoint, let's say. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. If he was not done with the book and just waiting, you know what I mean? It, it, it's you know, I, many... it's yeah. funny that you you kind of mentioned that. I, I hadn't really thought of it before that that the fact that the book series is not finished yet, um, right? It, while it it could possibly be um, a, a big negative if if the series never gets completed or if the TV show finishes before um, sure. the books come out, it, it's also kind of a positive. In that now we're at a point where nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you you had this loyal following of readers. Then you had then you just had you know the built-in HBO audience for drama. You had uh, the nerds who who have flocked <laughs> to it um, well, because well, of like, the subject well, matter. Well, and and now everybody yeah now everybody is on a equal a level playing field yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I, had, I guess I hadn't thought about that before in that way. That you know, maybe that was a good. Maybe it's a good thing that he he isn't finished with it yet. That it's still evolving. It's an extremely good thing. And if this was just, and like I said, if he is actually done with the book and it's done, it it, it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't no good to say, hey, yeah, the book's done. It's going to be published now. I think they might just drop that book out there. Shocking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That'd be fucking be. amazing if they did that. Everybody would be freaking out, like, oh, you imagine what that would do for book sales of this oh, fucking yeah. book. Good Christ, you're talking well, about. I mean, to to, to drop it oh. in between in between mm-hmm. this season and the next season, right? Like have it drop around Christmas or something like that. Everybody's yeah. gonna fucking get that fucker. People yeah, who would have huge. it, yeah. People who haven't <laughs> read the book. It's just gonna fuck. Oh my! Everybody. Oh man! It's a great, very smart. It's a great pop. It's a great pop culture secret too. The mystery of Jon Snow. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's 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 as good as Who Shot Jr. Except like they have to be, they have to be super covert about it. Like I, you know, I hopefully, I I I love that this is a secret that. Tim, you've probably been holding on to for what three years now. That he that he gets killed Four. in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Four uh-huh. or five? Yes. Yeah. I, I I love I love that in the age of the internet, um, people have been cool enough to keep this a secret. That's that's amazing to me. Right, and that the, that is. And what is that? What, what is that testament to? That testament to how. Even the worst of the worst fucking spoily fucking arrogant assholes are just right. like, no, I'm going to keep it a secret. I want people... To... You know what I'm saying? It's just... Right. Yeah. It, it, it kind of achieved that kind of... It, it just took that kind of highfalutin elitist type of... high. You know what I'm saying? And just kept it like, well, I'm going to be a dick if I do this, so I'm not going to say anything until it gets caught up. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. And that's kind of cool. Where just like some guy was like, well, fucking John Stone, get fucking get stabbed, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. any of that. I'm sure there was. How, how big I mean? of a dick move would that have been? That would have been sure. huge. Sure, but, but it's like, they, they, but it's it's almost like it's almost like fans of the book and fans of the show, they they have that kind of mutual respect, even though they know they they the book readers, they just kind of have that mutual respect for the people that watch the show, uh, just mutual respect for the material in general that they didn't want to be just so boisterous about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they were. The, um, of course they were, but but you know, you know, just yeah. be like just on the major, just kind of uh, let's say news sites and all that stuff like that, and the main sites people go to for uh, this type of stuff. They were just very, you know, very diplomatic and not revealing that type of stuff. Even Red Wedding, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know about that. I mean, I didn't read the books or read that book till after the Red Wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just going to mention huge, that. Yeah. yeah, that was like one of the hugest fucking things that just just kind of just threw me off. Like, oh my God, you know what I mean? The Ned Stark thing was kind of thrown out there because I didn't watch the first season when it aired. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this fucking, fucking Excalibur bullshit? I don't watch any of these Outlander fucking whatever before Outlander came out. I'm yeah, like, I, don't I think I think TV TV was the deadline of that spoiler. Like TV broke that spoiler open for for everybody. Sure. But I, you know, even though I knew that, it, it's so weird when I, when I, even though I knew that, I still didn't even believe it. Even when I was watching it, I didn't believe it <laughs> until it actually happened, which was yeah. weird. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, and especially the whole red. Like I said, I bring up the red wedding because. That was something I would, when I saw, I was just so like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it happened. And I couldn't believe I did not get spoiled by something like that. It was just crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just could not believe that people didn't say like, well, this is Red Wedding and fucking this happens, this happens, this happens, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just, it just didn't happen. Maybe I wasn't reading deep enough into it or maybe I was trying to avoid it. Whatever the case may be. It didn't happen in my in regards to me, you know. And yeah. I, I just I just love this merging of uh, you know it, maybe it's the first time that uh, you know a book and a show that follows a book and all that in this way and at this level has garnered this kind of mutual fan respect where people just don't want the, you know they they kind of almost get excited about not talking about the spoiler parts of it because they want to mm-hmm. hear their friends that haven't read the books just finally go, eh, yeah, then talk about after, of course, you know what I mean? And then even like, right. like oh, I don't want to tell you so bad, you know what I mean? That kind of deal. And that, that's, that's probably the first time maybe in history, in pop culture history, let's say, where something like this has done something like that. And I think that's significant. Tim, Tim, what were your what were your feelings about the season? Go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. Oh um, I I just thought it was another solid um, piece of the story. It, it's hard for me to to kind of think of it as um, season by season. It almost just feels like one continuous unfolding story 
And sure. for, for me, it's it's hard to kind of judge. Like I was thinking about it as you guys were talking, and I couldn't, I can't think of like, oh, this is my favorite season. You know what I mean? Um, I, I like this season is my favorite season, or that season is my favorite season. It just because it feels like such a continuous unfolding story. It's sure. just one of those things where I'm like, I, I'm glad we got more of it. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm just, you know, chomping at the bit, waiting for more. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was an, another another great season of a great story, more more really good performances, and I was really happy. I was really happy with it. And, well, and, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're all in the same place now. Yeah, it's. I think everyone is. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's a you know the testament to the fucking show itself for book readers that you know read this shit fucking five years ago. You know, time the last book came out, like Tim. You know, you get the you read when it came out, right? You know, to to have an episode like Hard Home where you're like, okay, yeah, I know what's going on, and then then, then boom. They throw you right. for a fucking loop and show you something that wasn't in the book, something that's not talked about, something that kind of elevates the narrative just exponentially to surprise a book reader, right? It's just mm-hmm. that's it's fucking awesome. I fucking yeah. love that shit. You know, that's why the Hard Home is my favorite episode because it just threw me off. I was like, oh shit. That's why the the second to last one didn't because I kind of knew what was gonna happen with all that stuff in the fucking gladiator arena there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I know that's how, what happens in Naris and all this stuff like that. You know, that's why yeah, a but, lot but, of you people, know, a lot of people have said that hard home is, is their favorite episode of all time. Sure. Yeah. Because, what, how, just I mean, uh, just to relate back to that, they just kind of went against uh, what you expect with them just as a television viewing experience. Right. They, they, um, let, let, let's talk briefly for a second about how how structured they've been with season or episode nine. Episode nine sure. is what you should brace for. Mm-hmm. Full and episode, a full episode devoted to one thing usually. Yes. Usually, well, sort of like starting with season two, really with uh, Blackwater. Uh, yes, Blackwater right. was episode nine. Ned Stark getting his head cut off was episode nine. Sure. Um, Red Wedding, I think, was episode nine. Yes. Um, so everyone's kind of gotten used to this pattern of episode nine is the gut punch episode. Um, the penultimate, oh, no, no. yeah. Yeah. I, I, Battle of the Wall wait. also was a the, whole episode, episode nine. No, no, yeah, you're you're correct because uh, – they got a little bit sneaky and did Red Red Wedding on episode two. And no, everyone. Yeah, they did. No, it was episode early two. In the, right, Red Wedding was episode two, right? No, 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 no. That was real late in the season. No, it was super early. No, 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 no. Right? No, you think it is? I, I will take that shit. Red no, wedding. that was. The, that oh, you're right. You're thinking right. about the Joffrey yeah. wedding. It was like Purple right. yeah. two or three. Purple, Purple Wedding was episode. Yeah. Episode um, two or three. It was really early on, yeah. Right. So um, to make everybody brace for episode nine, 
Right. Um, I think did did you guys expect? Okay, this will be the uh, the the great games of Marine. Were you expecting uh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I, I think book readers probably like, oh, oh, they're probably going to do the, the fighting pits for episode nine and sure. to sneak in a, a very, very elaborate episode, uh, hard home on number right. eight, I think is, is kind of a genius move, you know? It was a ge- totally genius move. <laughs> right. I not expect that. I thought it was like, a, okay, wildlings, let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's do this <laughs> for seven minutes and then catch to something else. But no. Right. But no, and I was like, "Fuck!" Everybody was just like, "No one." You know, I watched it with about eight or nine people every week. Right. No one said a fucking word. Everybody's mouths are open. You look their eyes are just white, just with the reflection of the TV in their eyes. Just yep. fucking staring at this shit, going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" You know what I mean? Just yep. And you're. It kept going and going. You're just like, and the nine of you are sitting there, and. All you hear is the lapping of the water and like wind blowing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so awesome. Well, you hear you heard some boners popping. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It was like that. It was, but but you know because like like I said, it's like a couple weeks back. You know, the, the way the show is usually structured is what they seven or eight minutes per scene, right? Then they switch yeah. and all that, and this devoted itself the last fucking 15, 17 minutes to exactly what we saw. Right. Which was awesome. You know what I mean? We, we, you weren't expecting that. It just threw every for, for a loop. It wasn't something that they had. They they talk about it in the book, but it wasn't Jon Snow that does it. And it's just a little kind of paragraph where they talk like, they sent this guy up and Hard Home got hit by fucking this. And that's it. You know, they don't, they don't even talk about it in – the, the gravitas of that moment was not how they they don't address the White Walkers like they do on the show, which is fucking yeah. awesome. Every time they show the White Walkers, every time they show the fucking fucking Knights fucking King, the first time they showed that turn a little baby in a fucking White Walker and all this, that wasn't in the book at all. You know, right. and he's just like, whoa, okay. Because they're actively showing that as a real fucking threat to all this fucking shit. You know what I mean? And the books, they don't focus on it. It's barely a fucking thing. It's always there, so to speak, but they they make it way more prevalent on the show, which I think is cool. Because that's one of the most intriguing parts about the show that I like. You know what I mean? You know what was funny is, like, my, my emotional reaction after... After Jon Snow getting shanked by his his cohorts, yeah. is I am cheering for the White Walkers now. They are <laughs> they right. are orga- they are organized. They do not turn on each other. They they have really cool clothes. Um, <laughs> they have never done anything I've seen that seems like a boneheaded move. But these no. fucking assholes south of the wall just do not have their shit figured out. Yeah. These guys are on horses. They got cool horse. They got zombie horses. They can, they're organized. Why, why are <laughs> we not cheering for these guys? Yeah. yeah. They got their shit together. It's like, it's yeah. almost like, you, you know, you know what it is? You know, you bring up an interesting point because like, right. 
Westeros is all fucked up. You got all these assholes fucking vying for this and that. And these guys yeah. are like, fuck y'all. We're going to come here and cleanse it all. Yeah. You guys don't deserve any of this shit. Fuck you guys. We're gonna, you know, you guys we're going to take our time, this shit. Des- yeah. Despite despite what you guys saw, we we do know how to swim. We just want to make this really? guy shit his pants for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that yeah. I didn't question that at all. But like, well, yeah. the way workers get the fucking work. In the book, they describe that they they can. I think they mentioned a certain thing of that, where it's like, oh, they're in the water doing this and that and the other. It's like, no, that was a show of like, yeah, come on, yeah. It, look yeah. at this. Tell your friend. Yes. Tell your friend. Look at my shit. We're Look coming. at all my shit. Triple my army. Guess what I'm going to do with the land here? Yeah. Be afraid. Be very afraid. We're going to get the horn. We're going to blow a hole through that fucking wall. We're going to walk on through. It's going to be awesome. I know you left your dragon glass daggers. We got yeah. that shit now. We got that shit. Have fun looking <laughs> so for your Valyrian steel swords, asshole. It's okay. Hey, you may be able to shatter us with Valyrian steel, but our little zombie guys, you got to fucking fight them. Like hardcore. We got your bag of daggers, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy that. Tim, what do you what do you think about that? Being a book reader, the whole just uh, White Walker, it's just, it's just how much they uh, show the White Walkers and all that stuff. Yeah, it really, it really, uh, they really bring them to life on the show. Um, yeah, and and you can't even call them bad guys or evil. They're simply a no. force of nature. Sure. So of Andy, course. like you said, like rooting for them mm-hmm. is, is totally um, it's totally uh, valid. Sure. More right. more <laughs> more more appropriately, I have no reason to root against them. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care about any of that stuff, any of the cur- – I mean, and like I said, they look at, you look at all the corruption and awful fucking backstabbing nonsense that goes on with the show. That's why we love it, of course. But, you know, they look at that and like, yeah, fuck you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh-uh. no, we're going to cleanse this bitch. Fuck you. I just want to see them hop on fucking ice spiders, which I wish they would show. That'd be fucking baller. Yeah, I I, I just I, I love that they just make that the predominant threat that no one believes or anything, and they're just worried about the little squabbles. Mormon said it best. You remember when John's the first season, Jon Snow wanted to fucking get a get his re- revenge on. He wanted to leave and all this stuff, and he came back, and then Mormon said, "Hey, concern yourself with any of that fucking shit. We got real shit." With here, right? You can do that. You can do that. You can fucking fucking get your revenge on. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, no. Uh uh. Stir yourself with this motherfucker. This is the real shit. That's always stuck with me for sure. Well, I love Mormon too. He's my fucking. But he's right. You know what I mean? All this stuff is just fucking. And no one understands or believes it at all. Nobody. And so what happens? And I like how the show kind of showcases the threat and keeps showing the threat just to remind you that, hey, guess what? It's on, baby. Yeah. Do your thing. 
fucking kiss poison motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. Okay. The really the really <laughs> fun game the really fun game to play at this point now is to plot your version of the story. Tim sure. Fisher's version of this story, Lee Duhigg's <laughs> version of this story, Andy Chang's version of this story. And the fun thing to do is plot it out and then do the opposite of what you <laughs> right. what you think is yeah. going to happen. <laughs> it is, it well, is well, that here, kind here, of show. Well, well, here's a problem with this show, too. I'm going to bring up a valid problem. Okay, and I want to see if you all agree or disagree with me. So we're at a point now where we're all speculating important shit. Do you think right. our speculations will be built up so much we'll convince ourselves by just theorizing about stuff and hoping this may happen or that may happen based on what we know or what we don't know? And that what they do show will disappoint our expectations of it now? Mm, they, for me, they've built up enough trust to... No, no, I'm to, not saying that. I'm not, no? No, I'm saying that what you just said, Andy, you're going to have it kind of already kind of semi figured out or you're just you're gonna think beyond what you normally would think now. Right. Just waiting on what's going to happen. And that might mean that you're going to listen to a podcast and speculate on this, that or the other thing or or whatever. You know what I mean? Because we're all on equal footing now, so to speak. Um right. just gonna be thinking, how is this all going to turn out? You know, and we're just gonna imagine this, that, or that. It's 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 natural for us to do that, obviously. You know right. what I mean? Of course, we all want Jon Snow to be alive, and we all want the prophecy or not the prophecy, the for, aforementioned. Yeah, uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, uh, fucking what's his face's daughter, and Targaryen is his father, and Ned kept it a big old secret this whole right. That's the old overall running theory of the whole fucking thing. And the dragon, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to kind of, there's going to be all this stuff that's going to happen before any of this other stuff. The book comes out or the second or the sixth season comes out. Do you know what I mean? We're just going to be built up with all this rant, random ranted speculation that might taint us and might kind of, uh, you know, just kind of muddle our resolve when it comes to this show. I'm right. a little worried about that personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this show is asking too many questions and there's so much out there for people to speculate on that it might taint my expectations of the show if they don't do what I think they might possibly do, let's say. Right. Does that make sense? I know that's kind of a weird, kind of long fucking, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a testament to the show, though, of course. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I just hope they always manage to impress me, but right now, it's all up in the air. 
And it's all going to get thrown at us all, all the ways it could possibly go, all the little hints and triggers and all that stuff, you know? Right. Like you said, what my version of the story is, what Tim's version of the story is, what your version of the story will eventually be, we have that all kind of that all built up and inherently working at us right now because we're obviously thinking about where it's going to go. So we're looking at that. We're looking at the path. We're looking down at that path where it's going to go. Obviously, we all are. Whether or not we want to say we aren't or aren't, we are looking at like, well, what's going to happen next? And we're thinking about it. Yes? Or am I totally off base? Do, do you guys want to see a little preview of my my season seven yes. Game of Thrones? Or six. Or seven. <laughs> there's, a, there's just an empty hill and then... Over that hill, you see a bunch of fucking shirtless Dothraki riding over the hill, and you see fucking Daenerys on a dragon uh, uh, flying above them and leading a charge on something. That, that's all you get. <laughs> Scorching White Walkers. Well, there's Exciting, a right? Of three, there's a prophecy of three, three dragon riders, yes, Tim? Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't know. Shut the fuck up. You know. It's speculated that it's fucking Daenerys, fucking Tyrion. There's a whole fucking, there's a whole fucking, Andy, I don't know if we know this. This is just a theory, of course. I do not want to see Tyrion riding a dragon. Please do not do that. Right. I mean, dragon riding is kind of gay looking. (laughs) Let's be honest with that shit. It's kind of like, uh, you want to see fucking Jon Snow on a fucking dragon? No. You really don't, right? You don't. You want to see a dragon just kind of flying around, scorching white walkers and freaking out. You don't see anybody fucking riding him, per se, right? This ain't fucking the dragon's a fucking pern. We're not fucking Andre fucking Norton or anything like that, right? We don't want to see this shit. We want to see this Aragon fucking shit, okay? It's not, that's not what we want to see, per se. But there's a theory going on that I don't know, Tim. You you probably heard it, of course, because you're you know you're, you're cognizant of all this stuff. That um, Tyrion is born of kind of rape, right? Tyrion? Yes. No. You haven't heard that theory? That what? That's that he isn't his father's son? Yes. That he was raped by the fucking like his mother was raped by the Mad King. No, I I hadn't heard of that. Oh, it's crazy. It's a crazy theory, but it kind of makes sense if you dip deep down into it. <laughs> but, really I mean, there's kind of there's crazy. no there's no allusion toward that at all in the story. There's sort of. Mm, I want to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, yeah. Because of course, there's a million different fucking examples. Um. But you know what? I think we've uh, we're almost at three hours here. I think we've said everything we are gonna say. Uh, sure, I dropped it. I dropped the end bomb. Ra- wrapping up. Over after that. Wrapping up this season. Our, our thoughts on the season of the Thrones. Um, do you guys do you guys want to keep going? Do you want to do you want to end it, or we can talk a little bit off the air? Ah, well, hey, let's keep going until it actually ends. We don't have to talk about Game of Thrones. 
Okay. I'll fucking Jurassic World fucking suck dick. Well, how about um, the possibility that uh, James Horner just died? How about that? Ooh. Whoa. I, I think really? it's... Yeah. If I'm to believe everything I've seen on the internet, like, I think uh, he died in a plane crash this morning. Yeah, his 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 plane crashed. Supposedly, there was only one passenger, like just the pilot on the plane. There wasn't anybody else, and his family and friends are unable to get in touch with him. So they are speculating that it was him that went down in the uh, in the plane somewhere in California. Yeah. Well, you know, he is one of my favorite composers because. The Alien soundtrack, well, uh, you know, will always be one of my favorite scores of all fucking time. But he can live on because a lot of his scores get off-repeated. You know, mm-hmm. like the Commando score and the another 48-hour score are the exact same score, by the way. It's that... Well, they use those Jamaican drums. Right. The drums fucking exact same score. And oh, a beautiful thing is um I was listening to two thousand one, the score for that, and uh there is a fucking score in Aliens that fucking has the exact same beat as that fucking score. I could not fucking believe it. It fucking blew my mind. Jamie Horner, love you. That'll mm-hmm. be on the stars. Score, dope. You will be list. You will be list. Is he dead though? For real? Is he <laughs> the one I'm thinking of is just like a drum beat. It's like that one. Okay, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. But that's not the main thing. It's anything in another 48 hours. I was just, uh, I was looking, I was looking at, uh, clips of searching for Bobby Fischer because that's a movie I really love. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, I didn't realize that was also a James Horner, but d- damn, that dude was prolific as hell, man. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, he was an. I, I thought he was an awesome composer. Yeah. Like I said, dude, that Alien soundtrack is fucking. Ah, I fucking love that fucking Alien soundtrack, man. Now the uh, the part I'm talking about from 2001. The part I'm talking about from 2001 and that's not it. This is 48 hours. That's that part. I have to find that later. <laughs> So the part in Aliens is, I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, it's in 2001 and in fucking Aliens. 
but that doesn't deter me from loving the Alien soundtrack because it's fucking phenomenal soundtrack. It's they great. use that. They use that as uh, trailer music for a bunch of movies. Oh sure, the, even the that that yeah for a million fucking things, man. Yeah. I mean, if, is that a mark of a fantastic composer that they would use it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. I, I don't mind composers repeating themselves. <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? It's like an old, that's a standard, man. But he he's, he's one of the best. If he's dead, die. that fucking sucks. That's awful. It, su- it sucks, but um, when you think about the body of work they leave behind, sure, uh, maybe maybe it's okay to die. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, they can just mix and match his soundtracks to score another film anyway. I know right. Cameron will. Yeah. For Avatar fucking four. Right. Whenever the fuck that comes out. So who saw Jurassic what sing, What are you guys saying? James Horner died? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Jamie Horner as Cameron. He did? Horner. When? This morning. Yeah, there was a plane crash in California. Uh, yeah, they, him and Hans identif- they identified his plane as the plane that crashed, and supposedly there was only one person on board. So they are, they have. I don't think they've recovered his body yet, but they're just assuming that it's him. All they recovered was his Casio synthesizer, and they knew it was him. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lee. I love that guy, dude. He's fucking badass, man. He's one of my he's one of my favorites. For sure. Undeniable undeniable talent. Oh, Andy, did you pick up did you get that um uh, Fulci fucking Mondo fucking album? Dude, the uh the album cover like I, I don't know enough about the music to buy it, but I thought that album cover was amazing. Oh, it's fucking amazing. it's amazing and you should have Got it, dude. It, it's fucking awesome. I fucking love it. Fucking two LP set. Mm. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Is it good. is it sold out now? Yeah, it's totally sold out. Yeah, yeah. It's sold out. Yeah. It, it, like kind of instantly. I got kind of lucky getting it. You can get kind of lucky. You know, it, it seems like that whenever they have prints, they'll sell out way quicker than any of the LPs do. Yeah. When they come out there. You know what I mean? You can usually just kind of log in randomly and, like, it's available, so to speak. Right. You have, like, more of a window for some reason. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you just, if you snooze, you lose. And then on eBay, they're twice as fucking much. It's fucking annoying as shit, of course. But, yeah, that's a, it's a good one to have gotten. Um, I just, you, you know, uh, Far Cry 3? Mm-hmm. The fucking, uh, what's it called? What the fuck is it called? God damn it. Blood Dragon? Yeah. That um, soundtrack they put out for that. that uh, that's actually, uh, yeah, that's a that's a different, Mondo is selling that, but that's, that's a different imprint because they did the final, final fight as well. Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, 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 I'm not relating it to that at all. What I'm saying is um, I, I found a copy on Amazon for 12 bucks, and they said it's like, oh, uh, it was like, uh, condition good, bent corner, right? Mm-hmm. So I got, right. It, I got it 
the other day, right? It was only twelve bucks. I was like, holy shit, that's pretty fucking baller. I don't care if it's a bank corner. And I looked right. at it and when I put it in, it was unopened. Just my, slightly like a millimeter bent on one of the corners. I was like, okay. Scarboard. Nice. Yeah. Excited about that. Yeah. Good soundtrack for sure. I'm gonna try I, to get that uh Jurassic Park tomorrow. I don't like the way that vinyl looks, though, dude. Um, I still love that music. Like some of that, some of that music still makes me cry. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of which, let's talk about Jurassic World. Who's seen it? Uh, I loved it, and you you went on you you pre hated it. I remember from last week. I pre hated it, and then I watched it. I hated it. Mhm. I just, you know, you know. I've you heard know, that before. You know me. That surprises me. I like a lot of bullshit, okay? And right. I'm very forgiving, of, of course. And I, you know, everybody's like, "Well, it's a fun ride." It just was not a fun ride for me. For some maybe reason. because you were you maybe because you pre hated it so much. No, 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 no. It was not at all because when I watched it, I didn't pre hate it at all. I gave it a chance. And I just didn't enjoy myself watching it at all. There's a fantastic line in there, though. There's an Academy Award winning line in that, where that fucking almost famous kid, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Within that ball, and he says he's gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get thrown in jail, and he's gonna have to make root beer in the toilet. <laughs> that was <awesome. laughs> that was an epic line. I was like, fuck yeah, that's great. But everything else is just it just bored the shit out of me. I just was not excited about any of the other stuff at all. Like, dude, that Dothead guy, they kind of built him up to an enjoyable character, and they fucking killed him off with no fucking, like, cares. You know what I mean? Uh, Life, Life of Pi? Yeah. That Life of Pi yeah. motherfucker? And he just dies, and it's just like, who cares? And then, dude, fucking, the, you know, the guy, you know, I guess Jimon Huntsu was busy filming something else. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy, he just disappears. Doesn't come back. They don't talk about him. Nothing happens. Are you, let's, let, 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 let's take the humans out of it for a second. Okay. Dino fights? You're not down? No, they were just... No, especially how the especially how they got rid of um, fucking Imodium Rex there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Okay, that's unsafe for the audience. If that yeah. can do that with that, why wasn't he in the crowd in that instead of dining on fucking Great Whites every fucking four hours or whatever the fuck? That probably contributes more to great white deaths than anything humanly possible now, right? Feeding him great do you whites. do you remember um, when Transformers? What was the last Transformers? The full name? Oh, uh, Planet of the Earth. Something like that. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the very last Transformers was uh, the highest grossing 
movie of all time. The one with the Wahlberg, right? Yes. Yeah, the Wahlberg. What the fuck was it called? Dark of the Darkies or something like that, right? Yes, yes, yes. Dark of the Moon? Was it Dark of the Moon? I think so. No, that was the the third one. This is the fourth one. I don't know then. Fuck. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I remember. That... That to me was um, me coming to terms with I don't understand people. But um, Jurassic World getting the largest box office of all time is like okay maybe I understand people a little bit. Sure, no, I can I can see why, of course. Right. You know? Yeah, that's not a surprise. That wasn't a surprise to me. Mad you Max know? never. And... Mad Max never got a top spot, did it? It never no. got top spot. Never did. Should have, yeah. but never did. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think, hey, you know who's the biggest winner of them all? Fucking Chris Pratt, man. Fuck. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking from mouse rat to this shit? Are you fucking yeah. with me? Jeez, that guy can do whatever the fuck he wants. And that guy's poised to be all kinds. He's poised to be... Indiana fucking Jones. Are you fucking mad? This guy's going to just... Jesus. Forget it. There, Done. There, I, I follow uh, Lego, the Lego company on Facebook. <laughs> you do? That's and they have, uh, they have some funny posts once in a while. So, okay, <laughs> so when um, Christopher Lee died, mm-hmm. right... Uh, the Lego the Lego company was good enough to put up two minifigures, a picture of two minifigures. It was Count Dooku and uh, Saruman. <laughs> and they're like, not, 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 right. not Dracula in nineteen seventy two. They should have made a commitment. No, I don't think they I don't think they ever did a, uh, a a minifigure for that. But they put up a picture of those two guys, sure. uh, minifigures, and they're like, R.I.P. Christopher Lee, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a a nice. Someone at the Lego company obviously understood the pop culture uh, importance of Christopher Lee. Sure. A few days ago was Chris Pratt's birthday. And oh. for that, for for his birthday, they put up a picture of um, his Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy character. I forget his name right now. You guys know what it Star-Lord? is? Star-Lord? Star-Lord. It's Star-Lord, but what's his character? Doesn't he have a full name? Yeah, just call him Star Lord. Yeah, so it's a picture of Star Lord, <laughs> Emmett from the Lego Star movie, Lord. and uh, his Jurassic uh, World figure. Now think about that. Christopher Lee worked <laughs> how many years and got two minifigures, and uh, Chris Pratt in three years has three, three Lego minifigures. <laughs> he, he's kicking ass right now. Oh yeah, and I was thinking. You remember? You remember the fucking horrid fucking fan nerd news that The Rock was going to be Jack Burton in um, fucking Big uh, Trouble Trouble in China. Right now, Chris Pratt would be just a brilliant Jack Burton. I think if they're going to do something like that, which they don't need to do, but I think he'd be great as the Jack Burton character. What do you think, Andy? Tim? Um, I like that better than Dwayne Johnson. For sure. Right, because he has, well, he has that kind of just the everyman. Yes, that everyman. 
And then plus he was fat. He was one of yeah. the fat. You know what I mean? Is he <laughs> to graduate? The, it's you know he he didn't grow. He, his whole career wasn't him as this fucking just handsome, studly himbo. His whole career. You know what I mean? Right. Jack Jack Burton is like a bumbling action hero. Yeah. Um, and and so I think Chris Pratt would would suit that perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, they're gonna go for ballers. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, whereas I don't I don't see The Rock being that kind of kind of slapsticky kind of guy. Right. Yeah. But hey, cr- hey, props to Chris Pratt, man. I'm, you know, no. <laughs> when you're watching Parks and Rec, are you thinking, hey, this guy? First season of Parks and Rec, are you thinking Andy Dwyer is going to be this fucking phenomenon, starring making, you know, his movies going to be are going to make a billion dollars? Right. No, you're just like, huh? <laughs> right. Well, no one could have predicted that. It's just crazy. Uh, and again. Again, if you want to if you want to do a callback all the way back to one of the first jokes we made on this podcast, which is I like I like the fringe characters, the mm-hmm. Bobby Draper, <laughs> the Bobby Drapers, and the Jin Yangs. Sure. Um, you think about uh, you think about Sookie on Gilmore Girls, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. Melissa Melissa um, McCarthy. McCarthy. Sure. Kicking super major box office ass right now. You think yes. about uh Bradley Cooper on um Alias. Alias. Who was who is the uh the doormat. Alias, right? You're like fuck this guy. The doormat nerd, you know. <laughs> yes. Going on to be in Academy it's Award underclass. winning. Yeah. It's wild. There's it's cr- yeah. Okay. Hey, oh, you never hey, know. Hey, I got a question for you guys. I got a question. Who amongst you fuckers? Hey, unmute Adam Tally. Um, like I don't have him unmute. I don't have him muted. Are you on Adam? All right. For whoever's here, Tim, Andy, me. Yes. Do you guys watch Wayward Pines or no? No. No. Okay. So a show that I would, you know, you see, you've all seen the previews for it, right? You're like, mm-hmm. fuck is this Twin Peaks wannabe fucking show, right? I should be watching it, though, because I will watch anything with Carly Gugino in it. Well, yes. I would recommend watching the show. It will definitely throw you for a loop. It's not, I thought it was just going to be like, oh, some cheap-ass fucking just the name itself, Wayward Pine, Twin Pigs. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Weird mm-hmm. stuff happens, weird people. Uh, uh, I would recommend y'all check it out. I think it might Im- not impress you per se, but it'll maybe defy your expectations a little bit. Hmm. And do something fairly original in that way. I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, because I was against it from the start. Where I heard it, I was like, wait, wait, okay. I'm like, Shamalim and Ding Dong is fucking producing this shit. It's right the first episode. Guy wakes up in town. Don't know what's going on. Everybody's quirky. It's weird. It's called Wayward Pines. Blah, 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 blah. What is this fucking bullshit? But the more you watch it, 
and they reveal what the fuck is going on halfway through. They're like kind of halfway through the season right now. They throw it down, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, all right. I like this. this is it. That that's an interesting idea. They that they, they really came through with it. I uh, was fairly impressed. It threw me for a loop. And it's not anything like Twin Peaks. Thank God. You know what I mean? That's what I was super worried about. That I was just going to be like, it's kind of weirdos. Yeah, weird stuff happens. You know? Yeah, weird stuff does happen, but there's a whole to do about what it. Is the, what what the network case. is it on? Yeah, I'm not sure. What network is it on? I'm not sure. NBC? Maybe? No? I thought it was Can like an know? FX type show. Is it FX? Oh. It might be. It might be. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's got a pretty solid cat. Melissa Leo's in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's all, you know, they got a whole nice old cast there. Like, did, hey, anybody, did anybody hey, watch the, um, did anybody watch the, the pilot episode for Mr. Robot? Yes, I did. That was pretty good. I like that. I liked it. Yeah, it was a little too... The thing I didn't like about it was a little too self-narrative. I mean, the whole thing is, you know, kind of narrated on his perspective, of course, and all. And, um, but I thought it was really enjoyable, and I really yeah. wanted to know what the fuck is going on with this motherfucker. Well, I remember that guy from the Pacific, right? For sure. Yeah. He, you he know was what great I mean? That, so. Yes, he was. Oh, um, he was awesome in that. I'm and, looking forward to the the show. I am. Yeah, you know, they they, they kind of, you know, it's kind of this far-fetched little kind of semi-Illuminati-based kind of controlling the world type of thing. But I like that kind of stuff, of course, you know. But I thought it was fairly well done, you know. And I'll definitely watch it, for sure. Yeah, I liked it. Have you seen it, Andy? No. That yeah, one it not on, it's on USA, I think. Yeah. yeah. USA. Now, I, know you, I know you're thinking it's going to be real pains or something like that, but no. <laughs> and it has Christian Slater in it. Shockingly enough. I've actually, yeah, I've heard good press about it. Um, it's worth watching just to watch the, the initial episode and see whether or not you like it. Or not. I, I liked it because it's kind of terrifying. Uh, in regards to the world of computers and what people who really know what they're doing can do with a computer, mm-hmm. sure. it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like uh, enjoying a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. shit, I need to cover up my webcam or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely intriguing, though. You definitely want to find out. You definitely want to, after seeing the first, uh, that first episode, you just definitely want to know where the hell this is going to lead to and what's going to happen with this guy, you know, and the whole world that's yeah. building up, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, with the with all the, the Twitter speculation about um, Andy Dwyer there being the next Indiana Jones, Sure. Um, it got it got me to thinking about who would make a really great Indiana Jones if if they do redo the next movie with a new actor. 
Um, sure. Because I think the strike against um, Chris Pratt was that he wouldn't be believable as Professor Jones, while he might be believable as, you know, the action. As much? Arc, arc, you know, in, in the field, uh, you know, action hero, he wouldn't be believable as the classroom professor. I think he would be. Maybe. I don't, oh, I don't know. But what, what do you have in mind? I thought um, I thought about it for a while, and the best actor I came up with was Patrick Wilson, who played um, sure the, the night owl in The yeah. Watchmen. Because he's, he's a, like he's a he's a big superhero looking guy, but he also looks like a bookworm type because he's almost always wearing glasses. But but do you think he has that kind of the, the, the good thing about Chris Pratt is, though, he has that kind of comedic timing that I guess Harrison Ford made look so easy. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think there's a sense of humor that got lost during the Van Damme Seagal era, as far as like action heroes. Mm-hmm. Sure. And. Chris Pratt kind of brought back the very quick, um, I don't know, kind of knucklehead um, <clears throat> sense of humor yeah. to, to action heroes. Well, you, Chris Pratt looks like he could get his ass kicked one moment then triumph the next moment type of deal. Right. He would just look invincible or anything like that. And he could throw the one-liners out. And he could be kind of endearing to the audience one moment and maybe serious. I think maybe his biggest fault is maybe believing him in a serious way, let's say. You know what I mean? I I guess if I would have to venture to kind of throw that out there about his acting, he hasn't been anything where he really had to have a serious type of thing, unless you count Zero Dark Thirty, I guess. But he's in it, but barely in it type of deal, and it's pretty one note that could have been anybody right. in that, you know what I mean? Uh, but Zero, cool Zero Dark Thirty is actually when I first started taking him seriously, because that's when he first started losing weight and wasn't wasn't playing a jokey character, and I thought, oh, this guy, this guy could do some, this guy has more range than I thought he did. Right. Yeah, but I mean, his his part in that was so minor. Yeah. Um, Did you sure. guys see Her, the Spike Jones movie? Her, yeah. No. He is very briefly in that with a That's mustache. True. Pretty funny. Oh, hey, hey, real quick. Uh, true Detective. Yes? Um, it It caught me in the last few minutes. It took a while to, to, to grab me. I, I love That's what I would say. Um, I I kind of dispelled all my fucking pre notions of I you know the thing the, the the problem with that show is when True Detective first came out, it just kind of just threw everybody for a loop, right? Mm-hmm, no one mm-hmm. expected that show to be that interesting or that good or that crazy or what you know what I mean? And it just fueled the narrative just kind of fueled all the speculation kind of because of that. It was just kind of this little throwaway show that just kind of 
blew everybody away for a while. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is going? Whoa, huh? You know what I mean? So it's kind of been built up too much for you to kind of like you're kind of you have that preconceived kind of expectation of it. But I myself do not, for some reason. I don't know why. I usually would. I usually would. I'm just. Do you guys re- Do you guys remember how how they ended the last scene of the first episode? Um, yeah, where Cthulhu comes down with his tentacles and grabs fucking with space from his wheelchair. Doesn't Doesn't McConaughey he McConaughey have that great line? Is like, well, you better start asking the right questions or something like that, and it fades into yeah. the music. Sure, that's so. It was such a like, ooh, I want more. Um, you know, very kind of uh, enticing line that leads you to to the next episode. But sure. this this new season has, you know, every everyone on the internet has already written about this. But sure, to me, already has too many characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the crime. Uh, the case is not intriguing enough yet. It's not as compelling, yeah. And the characters, there's no, there's no entry level character. Every every character is is too fucked up right now. So sure, it's got like three pretty strong strikes against it. But almost everybody I know says, "Oh, of course I'm going to watch the next one because the first one sure. was so good." And um, yeah. I'm willing to stick with it just to just to see where it goes, and that's where I am. But I, I I don't think you can compare the first and second season. No, because the first the first season, um, you know, just created such huge shoes to fill. You know, sure. all day, almost all day yesterday, I was thinking about the opening credits because I love season one opening credits so much. Yeah, me too. So Sunday morning, I was like, hmm, are they going to use the same song? Are they going to do it like The Wire, where it's like a different uh, right, instrumentation of the first song? Like, I thought about it all day. And then when it finally hit, I was like, <laughs> mm, a little bit disappointed. New song, new new credits. It just wasn't. And the the new song is not as interesting no. or enjoyable. You know, no. you, you know what happened? You know, you, you know what happened? Did you watch um, fucking, uh, what the fuck is that show on fucking Netflix? Bloodline. No. All right. Look, look up the opening song to Bloodline real quick. Well, I eventually want to watch that show. Yeah, no, I, I want to watch that show. No, 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 no. But just, open, just listen to the song. That no, is the song I won't. that True Detective should have been, True Detective Season 2 should have had that song. Okay. It's just it's it's an awesome fucking jam. It's really good. It's yeah. really fucking good. And when you hear it, whenever you hear it, Andy, God damn you, uh, yeah. you will be like, yeah, they should have used that for two positions too. Should have wasted on Bloodline. Not to say that Bloodline wasn't fucking good. It just right. wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't as good as people said it was. That did see it and they told me to watch it. Not that it wasn't good. It was really good. I yeah. enjoyed the shit out of it. You watched it, right? Who, who watched it? Uh, the Tim? No. Bloodline? Yeah, Bloodline? 
No, I've heard I've heard good things about it. I just haven't gotten around. Dude, I'm like three episodes behind on Daredevil. I have three episodes of Daredevil left. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I'm the same way. I'm like uh, four four episodes into Orange is the New Black. Like um, right now, I am filling a void of hockey and Game of Thrones. So there's a bunch of stuff oh, wow. I'm behind on that I need to catch up on. And here I am watching Defiance and Dark Matter and fucking Killjoys. <laughs> Don't fucking sci-fi shit. Sons of bitches. Last ship just started? Come on now. Oh, 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 yeah, all the B-game shit is starting up. Streams yeah. coming out. Well, the third season of Hannibal just started. I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah, canceled apparently. Have you heard that news? Yeah, that's some shit. What's that about? I don't know. I guess, you know, the ratings just, you know, the ratings. So, that sucks. Is that really, is that just some internet innuendo or is that the real deal? I don't think so. I think that's, uh, I think it's really, that's the announcement. They're going to show the whole season, though. Right. They've got 13 episodes. That is so lame for them to fucking, all those fucking news fucking out to get on it's like well Hannibal's fucking no I'm not you this is it yeah. <laughs> you better watch the third season because there ain't gonna be any more right when the fucking third season starts yeah you know what I mean I think I watched I think I watched five episodes of the first season and I just need to go back and uh, finish everything in an order but it, it it struck me as a pretty high production yeah pricey looking yeah. show wouldn't you say? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you really, you really, you really got to pay attention. Yeah. Hey, have you guys watched Sense8 yet? No. That Wachowski fucking thing? Tim, no. How about you? No. I haven't. I haven't myself. I was just wondering if y'all did. Sense8, Bloodline, the other Jillian Anderson one. Um, the fall, something like that. Sounds right. Yeah, I, I I need to catch up on all that. I put that Silicon Valley motherfucker. <laughs> Jin Yang. <laughs> this guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> that guy is so fucking awesome. I fucking love that guy. I've been watching Marin and uh, uh, Louis. That's it. You've been watching what? Uh, Marin and Louie. That's it. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed this season of Louie. Um, I forgot that season. This, I forgot there was a season of Louie. Yeah. It's already over. It was only eight episodes. Yeah. It ended with uh, the two travel episodes, The Road. Oh. Where Jim Florentine fell in the toilet. Yes. So good? This season was good? Yes. Yeah, I liked it. I can catch them all in a marathon. Nice. They tell me I shouldn't be anticipating the final season of Falling Skies. I should be concerning myself with better TV. Instead of the fucking DNC squad of TV that the summer always brings. Uh, you, you do what you want, buddy. 
Oh, I will. Get out of my days. Let Lee be Lee. My days of <laughs> I finally have sitting down watching Clone Wars. I'm actually enjoying it. Oh, yeah? I know I'm way behind, way behind on it, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Mm. I'm only about him, but I, I really like it. I heard Rebels is fucking crap, though. Yes or no? The first season of Rebels, to me, got off to a really slow start. It really felt like, um, well, you know, the the Clone Wars, to me, even though it was good and I liked it, the first season got off to the same kind of start where it felt very much just uh, for kids. Sure. Um, but then, but then as they, as the season grew, as they added more characters and more stories, things got darker. And then yes. by, by like the fifth season, the shit was like, every episode was a cliffhanger and you don't know right. who's going to die. Um, so the first season of Rebels started like that for me. Like the main character was this orphan kid and he had fucking purple hair and it just didn't feel very Star Warsy, even though like they had fast forwarded to the Empire and their stormtroopers and you're seeing like right. TIE fighters and stuff like that. So it had that kind of feel to it, but everything right. was kind of like a, like a slapsticky kind of cops and robbers type thing until like the last two episodes where um um it starts it starts processing some like uh clone wars fan servicey type stuff and then in the the one hour premiere of the new season of rebels which was just on i think saturday um, yeah it's fucking badass darth vader's in it he's whooping ass He's flying a TIE fighter. He's 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 taking fuckers out with his lightsaber. Wow. He's, he's just in the force. Um, there's there's a huge kind of cliffhangery ending to it. Oh, it was, oh, it was so good. Everything Revenge of the Sith should have shown us, basically, right? Well, yeah. I mean, by, by the end of the Clone Wars cartoon, you're feeling like Man, they should just redo the prequels in this animated style. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I would concur with you for sure. And then, yeah, the first season, the first season of Rebels is post Disney takeover, and like I, you could really feel the Disney influence in it. I felt, and right, then, right, right. then like I said, like. Things start to get a little, uh, a little more urgent, a little more dangerous, uh, a little darker. Which, which I think there's, you know, there's always that level to Star Wars. There's always that level of danger that, sure. that makes things more exciting. Watch this shit now. <laughs> you saying instead of downloading this brand new copy of Slow West? That seems to be on here. <laughs> on the torrent. What's up? Oh, a deadly adoption's up too. You know what that is, yes. <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's a telesync of spot areas of torrent. A mighty Sabo's torrent report. Spy. <laughs> a, a telesync of spy up, everybody. I don't know what the ball is like, but 
Telesneak might be good. Uh, Kill Me Three Times, Seven Pegs, new joint. Uh, we got a RT Critics account of 3.8 out of 10. IMDb rating of 6.0 out of 10 out of 5,033 users. So, just throwing that out there just for all you that want to leaflet something. Not to confuse Adam Talley, who didn't really know what leaflet meant. Shockingly <laughs> enough. That was a very valid one. I wasn't sure if it meant, you know, the stuff we Not got from you. Not valid at all. I was wrong. You of all people. God. Hey, mediocre. Well, I, I didn't know we switched over from the uh, the disc version to the direct download streaming version. But, Holy fuck! Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait. There's a fantastic copy of Fury Road up. They've gotten like probably collectively, Fury Road has collected maybe a hundred thirty dollars from me. So I feel justified to download this right <laughs> the fuck now, and I'm going to do it. Jesus Christ is. A Fantastic copy of it up. It looks great. This is happening. You heard it here first. I need. I, I need to go back to the theater to see it in 2D. It's something Can I need you to know? do. Before. Is it still playing? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dallas. I think our Alamo still has it. Um, did it? Uh, did you guys see uh, Inside Out? Inside Out. New Pixar yeah. movie. Oh, no! I don't no, know. No. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that, but I, I just have no interest in seeing that. It is. It is sophisticated in a way that um, animated movies have not been in a while. Hmm. So, I I thought it was good. I cried silently. In a theater by myself. It was good. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Pixar, right? They'll do that yeah. to you. Yep. God, but hey, Brad Bird. Mm. Not, not having, not having I, luck these I'm, days. I'm, I'm the only one that liked that movie. What? Tomorrow, Tomorrowland? <laughs> Tomorrowland. Oh, I liked uh, it. I, I saw it, Andy. I, I liked it. Why do you think people hate that movie so much? Didn't see it. I think because um, I feel like because the marketing for it was kind of ambiguous. You mm-hmm. couldn't really yeah, get really you was. couldn't get an idea of what the movie was going to be about. So I think yeah, people right. just didn't see it. The whole sequence of touching the pin and not touching the pin mm-hmm. was amazing. Very yeah. very simple concept, and they they pulled it off in um, in a really compelling and yeah. um, visually interesting way. And then I, I would guess that if people didn't like it, it was because if they saw it, I would imagine that it's because the story itself was a very simple morality story, right? And, and I I think maybe audiences. I, I want to say that they that they maybe felt uh, preached to, or yeah, or maybe maybe even looked down on something like that. You know, like like I would say somebody would would see it 
kind of realize that it's, you know, like a morality tale the way it is, and then think, oh, I, I'm I'm too smart for this. I'm too smart to be, uh, to be, uh, you know, taught a lesson. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I think. But I, it, to 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 enjoy it for what it was like, because I'm I'm a sucker for that retro future kind of stuff. So amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna download it right now. I'll tell you my opinion of it. Just <laughs> <laughs> copy of it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you know what, Andy? I, they uh, shit, man. I like Clooney and just about anything. And thank you, the, thank you. <laughs> the girl the girl that was the main star of it yes it was like she seemed to me she was she seemed to me like she could have been Jennifer Lawrence's sister like she had she, that same kind of attitude about her right she does a what i call big eye acting yes mm-hmm. you know where her eyes are just like super big and she sells, she sells sincerity with how how big her eyes get. Yeah. Um, like me. Which is also which is also kind of a Claire Danes thing, you know. Mhm. Mhm. And I, I'm a sucker Apple for that. Grand and- I love, I love yeah, that. Me too. Me too. Like a very very expressive face is is enough for me to convey good acting. <laughs> Andy, she's twenty. Amanda Crew look like. What is what? Amanda Crew. Amanda Crew. Yes, that's the girl from um, Silicon Valley. Who does she look like to you? To me, she looks like the girl from uh, Veronica Mars. No, um, was also in. To me, she. To me, she reminds me of when Jennifer Love Hewitt was younger yes! and hotter. There you go. <laughs> oh, you're talking about... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking of the programmer, but yeah, you're right. No. She has the very thin upper lip. Yeah. With the, with the rabbit teeth, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> She's the party of five era Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> do you want uh, uh, something I have to find on Blu-ray because I watched it I watched most of it on HBO is Garfield A Tale of Two Kitties I don't know if you should find that on Blu-ray but okay uh, I thought it was Did pretty you? funny I watched the last half of it and I thought it was pretty good interesting Bill Murray You're... Jennifer you're Love Hewitt. Ma- you're a mountain of surprises, sir. <laughs> you're, you're the Andes of the Andes. Andy. Do, you, do you guys know the story about uh, Bill Murray working on the first Garfield movie? You mean by accident? Yes. He thought it was uh, Joel Cohen yeah. of the Cohen brothers, but it was Joel uh, Cohen. You didn't a know different, it was Etan Cohen or whatever? Right, a different Jewish guy. Yikes. And the mo- the money was so good that he did the sequel, <laughs> A Tale of Two <laughs> Kitties. <laughs> oh, hey, what the fuck Criterion threw out fucking Watership Down? Are you kidding me? That happened? 
Did you pick that up, Andy? Throughout? No, uh, Watership Down. Oh. No, I didn't pick it up. So, you want to see a depressing movie about rabbits? Yeah, I've te- I've terrible memories of that as a kid. I would not want to watch yes. it again. I'm Tim. I agree, dude. I'm kind of debating about it. Yeah, all I can really remember is the like the the one rabbit getting shredded. Yes. And then, and then the field, that field turning to blood. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not getting it. I probably yeah. will when the Criterion show goes on, but not now. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, oh, oh. going back to uh, Bill Murray and the Garfield thing, what's weird about that is that uh, Lorenzo Music used to uh, voice Garfield in the cartoons, and they also voiced uh, Peter Bankman in the Ghostbusters cartoon. Now, you know, what's uh, supposed to do Garfield? I can I can hear his voice in my head, so I know exactly what you're talking about. He's got that <laughs> voice, right? And didn't he did now? But didn't didn't cartoon Garfield do a television commercial for something? Cartoon Garfield. <laughs> uh, I mean, possibly. I know. I mean, he had a TV show too, besides all the specials and stuff. But I'm trying to think. Like there was some there was some product that the cartoon Garfield endorsed. Where I can hear. I remember, like the, the last, the last commercial or the last line of it was, "I resemble that remark" or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Maybe it was Probably the some promos for the Garfield cartoon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember that last line for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Me I'm, too. I'm so, I'm so gonna get pussy because I'm downloading this fucking good copy of Mad Max that this girl said, hey, uh, when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray, I'll watch it with you. So Right. You, you <laughs> get uh, pussy if you mention that you know uh, Lorenzo Music voice acting. Yes, or Lorenzo Love. <laughs> or, hey, Lorenzo I told her Love. I would just throw some Lorenzo's oil on her face and that's it. You're going to get <laughs> some Sutter Home, um, Shiraz. Sutter Home, yes. Um, it's a, um, <laughs> highly rated cheap Thai food. And uh, a pirated copy of Fury Road and yeah, yeah. not pirated fucking Blu-ray telesync. Rip. Jesus, Lee, I might I may fuck you for that. Yes. <laughs> like I said, I spent um, collectively about a hundred forty-two dollars on Fury Road already. Must I get? Must really? I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. Did you get the? Buy that. Did you? Did you get the Mondo Vinyl pre-order that? Of course I did. Of course you birthday did. Birthday pre-order. <laughs> I didn't know Lee was in her vinyl. What? Yes. Do this vinyl. Even though I don't, I'm not a hugest fan of the artwork, I just have to have it. Yeah, I even bought too. the Amazon download because of two extra tracks. Yes. Yeah. I actually yeah. pay for some downloads sometimes. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of which, you, you go to paulnice.com. Dude, this guy has got some fantastic fucking break beats and all that shit like that. I spent about $40 just downloading his shit. You guys would do yourself right by downloading some of his good fucking shit. Oh, man. I, just do it. Don't even, I'm not even going to explain it. 
Get on there. Download fucking... Do you wear fucking fucking slippers or shoes in Poughkeepsie? Good shit. That's from fucking French Connection, motherfuckers. It's just a breakbeat. Of, it's like two tracks that are 45 minutes long each that are just this just, just kind of mashup of just fucking scores of fucking shit, slamming beats behind it, fucking awesome shit. He just did a Shaw Brothers one, fucking good shit. You could, he has a price on there for that. They could do the PayPal. They could just download instantly and all that. You pay, you name your own price, but you know, such five bucks or ten bucks or whatever the fuck. But even I, me of all people, and it should be testament to all y'all that yes, he does pay for some media every once in a while online for virtual media. Lee, yes. I, Lee, I've seen. I've seen your, I've seen your, uh, your home. My home. And I've seen, yes, and I've seen yeah. the volume of stuff you have. And I and, too. And, and this was this was two years ago, Andy Chang. Imagine yes, and here now. here here is a uh, a perennial subject that comes up on this show, which is the yeah. acquisition of stuff. Yeah. And we know we know we Uh-oh. should follow the path. We should follow the path of Tim, which is no stuff, <laughs> no or stuff. Di- or digital stuff. Just enjoy stuff I on a digital. Spell, hey Tim, Tim, I just spelled that rumor the other day though, because you move every six months that you don't need to. Record. No, it's just a pain in the ass to have all this shit to move around all this shit. You just know that six months no, from no. now you're gonna be moving out of Pittsburgh and going to moving to somewhere in Virginia for a couple of it- weeks and then. It started a long time ago when when I was living in a tiny house for for twelve years. Uh, mm-hmm. Our house was six hundred and seventy six square feet. Nice. There was just no room for anything, and so I just right. got in the habit of not. I just got in the habit of not collecting anything. Um, Have you? Here's an important question: Have you ever been tempted to pick up some? Mat- Material things. <laughs> oh, all the time. I mean, I I buy stuff that what is... stops you? What? Yes, teach us, teach us how to how do we deny this this urge to buy stuff? <laughs> it's, it's very difficult because there's a lot of cool shit that comes out. There really is. <laughs> there, like a, there is. Just buying random shit. No, there I'm is. I'm trying to be but... very selective. I I spend money on stuff that I can't like find online. Like I like to buy furniture or antiques or like old uh like posters, like stuff I can frame and put on the wall. Uh things I can actually use fine, and I... enjoy. Not shit that's right. just gonna sit around collecting dust. Like yeah. I've got I've got one bookshelf of critical reference books that I use. Um, Porn. And and it's just anything else, I, I, I've just, I've managed to whittle it down and get rid of. Yeah. Um, and I keep, I keep maybe 20 to 30 DVDs that, that I know that I'll watch over and over again. Um, just some of my favorite stuff. But like, I don't know, just, there's, there's, 
I, I don't I don't want to say anything that's going to insult you guys. <laughs> Please insult. Maybe maybe I I could use a little bit of tough love because what yeah. I'm looking at right now is a leaning tower of pizza of Blu-rays <laughs> next to my television. <laughs> yeah, and I would say sixty to seventy percent are still in shrink wrap. <laughs> yeah, look if there's if there's anything that I really, really want to watch, I can find it that day sure. in that moment for like right. four, four or five bucks on demand. Right. Um, like the other day I was listening to, I was listening to somebody talking about something and they mentioned the movie Logan's Run. And I thought, you know what? I've never actually seen Logan's Run. So oh. I, went on, I went on demand. I looked through Comcast's on-demand movies. There it was. Logan's Run, three ninety-nine. I watched it. It was awesome. I loved it. But if I ever want to see it again, I'll just spend another four bucks. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna crowd. I'm not gonna crowd my closets and bookshelves with movies I'm gonna watch once, maybe every two years. You know, <laughs> multiply that by a hundred. You're just, really insulting to us because we'll crowd our shit with shit we <laughs> never even open. How did you miss Logan's run? It just uh, it just doesn't make Bastard. sense to me. You gotta own that bitch because that is boxing. It's the creepiest robot ever imagined. That's the first time I saw Titty on screen, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know how I missed Logan's run. It just kind of slipped through the cracks, and I never saw it. And, and then just the other and, day, I was like, well, and box, look at the box there. Did he creep you the fuck out or no? It's pretty weird. Tim, what would would things change if I granted you a bag of holding? Infinite space. <laughs> yeah. No. A bag of holding. No? No, I don't think <laughs> No? No. A, a Bilbo baggins of holding. I like I like being organized and that mm-hmm. type of thing would just make me nervous. Ah. Uh, Having too much would just make me nervous. Have you seen Lee's collection of Criterion spines? It's I have pretty, not. I guess fine. Yeah. And you might change your mind. I don't know. <laughs> it looks kind of cool, right? Like, I kind of do them by color. Have you seen oh, Lee's man, collection of movie uh, cars? I have seen Lee's collection of those little, uh, of those little uh, dolls with the, uh, with the round heads. Oh. Mugs, <laughs> mugs, yeah, and like right. the different stormtroopers and shit. A mug. I don't got that many mugs on display though. There's about <laughs> seven of them on display. About, uh, about five, six years ago now, I got rid of all my CDs and stuff and went all digital, and I hated it. And I started rebuying my CDs, and then I got into vinyl, and now I'm doing that. But, but I'll tell you. When I was going through my divorce, I needed money, so I sold all my Blu-rays and all my DVDs, pretty much. And then, as soon as I got free, I uh, went and bought them all back because I was yeah. like, "Screw oh, you! I, I want my I want my stuff back." You know, I felt sure that I had to let go of all my stuff. And I, I tell you, I bought a lot of them back, and I haven't watched them once. I don't even know why I bought them. I didn't really yeah. miss them. I just yeah. felt like I wanted them back, and I, I kind of regret buying yeah, them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those movies a hundred times, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. I just I just know that if I want to if I want to watch this stuff again, I can find it. I don't need I don't need it piled up in my house anywhere. No, you know? I don't want to find it. I want to. You know what? You know what? I, I do have I do have one slight indulgence. I like clocks. And I buy mm. a lot of I buy a lot of clocks. I'm sending you guys a picture right now. This is what's above my uh, my computer table. Is it like that scene in the opening of Back to the Future? Hmm? No, no. I like um, I like stuff that has uh, like a retro styling to it. Those are cool. What what? You sent this where? Oh, I sent it to the group text. Sorry, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't see it. Your eye calls over. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching this Blu-ray rip of. Can't believe James Horner's dead. I never knew anything about it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a work all day, though. I don't really know it. I I think it happened this morning, and that the news broke like a couple hours ago. Oh, I haven't really been online, Ooh. so. Yeah. Blu-ray you guys rip were, is I, fucking awesome. <laughs> you guys were talking about him. I was muted, so I couldn't really throw this in. But uh, when I was a kid, I had the Star Trek Three soundtrack match, and uh, it, was, it was a two-record set, and it came with this bonus record with like a pop song from a mixture of the music from Trek Three, and that's what, the way I remember James Horner the most. That pop song. It was almost like a disco song. It was the main theme of Star Trek Three. It's probably online somewhere. Is it um is it Mecco? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah, it's probably Mecco. I have a Mecco. I got a Mecco Close Encounters. Yeah, me too. I have yep. many Meccos. You know me, when I get involved in something, I just go full on with it. So I got like 500 some uh, pieces of vinyl. Yeah. You have know. five hundred uh, pieces of vinyl? Yeah, about seventy percent soundtracks too. Are you serious? Yeah, about that. I've only got about nine soundtracks. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I got yeah. Come on. Yeah, like Xanadu, two thousand one, Rocky three. Top Yeah, I got I got two thousand one, I got the sec I got the second music inspired by two thousand one. Then I got Alex North's fucking sound, the unused soundtrack of 2001. Yeah, full on with this shit, dude. Come on. Don't fuck wow. around. Oh, I got Mad Max Thunderdome. Yeah, I got Thunderdome. I got Road I, I got Mad Max. I got that other one waiting for me. All that good shit. I'm a maniac. Wow. I'm an idiot. It's crazy. Right. Got Conan. Conan came in today. I got uh, I got Fat Fat Boys Disorderlies. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Like that. I got that that on my wish list. I'll be acquiring that soon. So, do you guys go to soundstagedirect.com at all for those records? No, I get them on eBay or Amazon. Uh, that's actually that's book. Mark that's Mark Walters' friend. He used to live in Dallas. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, um, yo, you got well, you guys yo, this fucking download is fucking absolutely fucking spectacular of Mad Max. It looks better than is? I saw, saw it in the theater. 
it is, is it on the bay? Definitely good. Wow. Thank you. When is it Because you saw it in the theater. They, they, they must be a month or so away from actual release, oh, yeah? more than that. Way more than that. It's oh, they're going to take their time? It's just exceptional. God, I'm still going to get laid tomorrow. This is going to be awesome. I like that green what? clock, Tim. What is that? That is Vespa? a it's a little Vespa. It's a a death clock to resemble a Vespa headlight. Hey, That's I got cool. that desk clock almost. Yeah. How I often do you clock? listen to your vinyl, Lee? Hey, See, that, I that's that the clock. kind of stuff. That clock? Yeah. Almost. I have a clock, but it's tan. Doesn't say Vespa on it, though. It's pretty cool. Um, that's the kind of stuff I like to buy. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this the other day, and I think what what I like to surround myself with is stuff that would stuff that would be set dressing to the type of movie I would want to live in. Rather rather than memorabilia featuring like the movie title, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know like, exactly what you're saying. I'm not, because I'm like, my one of my favorite movies is Brazil. And, you know, that had fucking just shit everywhere. You know right. what I mean? You look at the scene, and that's me. That's just for you. Everywhere. Card catalogs up to the fucking ceiling filled with shit. Fucking LB stroke sixes and all that shit like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Tim, I think wow. you would like Lee's house, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I keep yeah. it to I, I organize that shit, though. I do keep it trying to kind of, kind of regulate. Are you living in the Are you living in the same place, Lee? Same way, same place. Yeah. No, same place. Hmm. Just a little stickier now. <laughs> but it's okay. How often do you break up those vinyl and listen to them? Me? Me? Myself? Yeah. Uh, every day. Absolutely. I have a little pile next to my record player that is like frequently played, and um, but that that usually happens only on the weekends because I watch a lot of TV instead of listening to music. But on the weekends, I'll listen to music exclusively yeah. with no TV on. Well, yeah, I'll do that. I do that too, but I just. Always, always have to have a record in there. I don't know yeah. why. I feel kind of compelled to. Well, I haven't hooked up with Sonos and all that stuff like that. So, you know, when I take a shit or, you know, do dishes or trick off, I kind of like the music kind of every room I do it in. All right. Hey, guys. I'm, Does that make I'm gonna sense? Cu- I'm going I'm to cut the recording right now. We just passed You're four. dead. Don't. Let it end naturally. We just passed four hours. Um, <laughs> I'm, so everybody say goodbye. Keep in the tradition of the talk shoe thing. <laughs> I don't. You. I I don't think if we hit the automatic cutoff, it's gonna happen. So waiting on a tax return. Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.